on this episode. So then my second worst is going to be Blade 2. Man, ah! Torian Tomlin would fucking murder Not, you if he I know he would. Trinity. <laughs> huh? Not Blade Trinity. I actually like that Blade Trinity slightly more than Blade 2. everybody and welcome to another episode of no country for middle-aged men i am your host mark pearson and this is my finally warm and back from louisiana co-host adam radliff yes and today we also have special guest uh dan hornstein is back on the show yeah so yeah the three of us are finally over here Just so you know, like obviously this episode we we missed last week, and that was because Texas froze, and then the energy broke, and then pipes broke, and so yeah, Texas has been crazy for about a week. Yeah, we rescheduled it from our typical Tuesday recording to Thursday originally, and yeah. literally I was sitting there like getting ready to to get on, and my power goes off, then comes back on, then goes off. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So it happened like three or four times. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Within an hour. So, yeah. Yeah. So we're all in, we're all in remote locations now. Yes. Have you guys been able to get gas? Yeah, Yeah. I've been able to get gas. I filled up the fleet of trucks at work on Friday. We had some some delicious Mexican food, which, you know, I mean, didn't have any Bino. So gas wasn't a problem. There you go. Oh, All right. Oh man. And that's the caliber of this episode. That's that's how it's yeah, gonna go. I was gonna say with, with all of us being in different locations, it's either gonna be a ninety minutes of everybody talking over each other, or it's gonna be the most organized we've ever been. Yeah. yeah. Because we're all gonna be waiting to talk and Mark's just gonna be like, Well, what are your thoughts on that, Adam? <laughs> oh, it's pretty seamless, uh what my experience is usually the the remote ones pretty similar. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's accurate. Do so, I, I just don't know? Do I because we're on Skype? Like, do I need to raise my hand? No, if just, I have something to go. share, <laughs> <laughs> just go for it. We're we're pretty I do, good about it. I do. I know we got a topic and everything, but I do want to ask Adam. How did the you you were writing roast jokes? Yes, for a bachelor party this weekend yes. that you had sent me some pictures on. How did that go? Oh, like it went great. Like, I, the the nobody else really did like a really well prepared uh, roast. And well, no, no, nobody else was a comic, right? Huh? Nobody else there was doing comedy no, either. Very there true. weren't comics. Yeah. So, but, so, yeah. So, um, it went well for me, and I and uh, crushed those fucking simps. <laughs> what was your best joke? Uh, I don't know. Your favorite one? Let's well, see. it must have been memorable if you can't remember. It was like it was really mean, and it was like about this guy uh, and his wife. So, I don't know if I want to repeat it to the world because <laughs> she may hear it. So. <laughs> Probably we'll talk about it out. Oh, line. she wasn't. Oh, she wasn't there. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah, bachelor party. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> I, I went. I don't know I why I just picture Adam I out went, there. He's like, yeah, and everybody thinks your wife's ugly. Burn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I went. We are known because we do we do this every time um, somebody gets married. So every bachelor party we do a roast. We actually started it whenever I graduated college. And we did a, a, a roast of me, and then we started doing it every every time someone gets married. So we've done like six when, of these I was things. I going to say, when were you married? No, I have not been married. 
<laughs> Ladies, single what was, over here. Uh, yeah, what was their best joke to you? And none one? of them were. Like, they were really underprepared. Like two people backed out last minute, so it was all, all sideways. But um, they heard you were coming, so they backed out. I'm sure. Oh, they were like a professional. Right, the heat. Was it? Yeah. No, I was thinking sideways, like they called you Paul Giamatti. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, my we did golf a lot this weekend, and my buddy did that like that twirling at golf club, running at somebody, moved from sideways. It was funny. Nice, nice. That's fantastic. Good times. I suck at golf now. I fucking oh god. Anyway, out of practice. Yeah, completely out of practice. Yeah, it's one of those things you got to play all the time to stay good at. For sure, sucks. Okay, so uh, today we have a topic. Uh, unfortunately, we're missing Juan. I believe he's under snow and probably going through what we went through last week. He said it was probably going to happen. But so this uh, this week, we're talking about the top five and bottom five action adventure movies, and I kept it pretty broad. So our lists are pretty deep, and I'm going to have several, several honorable mentions. Think- can uh, can you guys do a sound effect every time Juan isn't isn't on the podcast where it's like a sad trombone, but it's like Juan 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 where it does his name Juan Juan Juan. Yes, yeah, we should do that. I'll make something. Get a sound going. <laughs> but he's so, going through. Um, I'm sure the weather up there is probably pretty pretty awful. Miss yeah, you, Juan. my cousin. Yes, we do. My cousin lives in Minneapolis, not Michigan, but, you know, similar part of the country. And she said it was like 23 below zero there this past week. Yikes. Golly. So I was like, okay, it's like 20 degrees outside. Yeah. And they had power. Something seems wrong about that picture. Yeah. Yeah. But I was just thankful it wasn't 23 below. (laughs) Exactly. Makes you wonder, like... Where did their senators bail out to, you know? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Where were they off to? Oh, man. Ted Cruz is fucked. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I don't think so. I think he's going to be... Uh, he's he's gonna, just going to stay right where he is because he's a stubborn little guy. <laughs> well, yeah, he's not going to quit, but he's not. I, I'd be shocked if he gets reelected. Yeah, he's he's uh, slowly turning into Gollum. Yeah. Yes. That, 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 rings. On top like of him being one of the main you people look, I, for the insurrection they thing. They did it. Somebody showed a picture of him from like or like five or six years ago, and you know, in in government, there's like that presidential aging thing where yeah. you look at the pictures from for the, from the four years. It's not so much that he looks older, but he looks more monstrous. Yes, he does. <laughs> like he looks like he's slowly becoming a creature. Yeah. <laughs> it's accurate. Well, he's the Zodiac uh, killer, so it's, he's been yeah. he's been around. <laughs> he's. It's a big rumor. Yeah. The weather's nice in San Francisco this time of year. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So we're going to start it off with the top. We'll do the top five. So I'll go first at number one. Or actually, do we want to do this in a different order? Let's Let's do it in a different order. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let Dan go first. Dan, you go first. What? Then then Adam, then me. Let's do it. And then we'll go back snake draft side. I am so so pumped. I was flattered. I was really worried about losing my number one pick, which I still might, but we'll see. I, okay, so uh, this is... I, I interrupted you when you were setting it up. This is action and adventure movies. Yes. Right? Okay. Yes. As I was thinking about this, I'll give my little precursor. Go as to why you didn't follow the rules. Go ahead. The method to my <laughs> madness. To me, action adventure is not its own genre. It is... Um, there's, there's action just by itself, but there's a lot of other movies that are in several different other genres that have mm-hmm. action and adventure to them. Yes. 
And uh, when I was making my list, I, I found that like a lot of mine weren't just straight action flicks. Mm-hmm. They were all of these other ones. And so I decided for fun, I know you guys didn't do it. We didn't discuss this. It's fine. But I decided to kind of pick what was my favorite between uh, of action adventure movies in those different genres, right? So mm-hmm. my number one is uh, it's going to be the fantasy genre and it's Lord of the Rings uh, Fellowship of the Ring. No Ted Cruz nods intended because he does he is kind of turning into a Gollum monster. Um, That's a good movie. But and it has both It's such a elements. good movie. Which one? We rewatched that uh, Return Fellowship of the Ring. Sorry, the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, when this movie came out, man, I was like, I was in college. I was 19 years old. I knew very little to nothing about the Lord of the Rings. I knew that nothing about the, 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 the books. I didn't read mm-hmm. them growing up or anything like that. I know some people read The Hobbit in high school. That was never an assigned reading for us. The movie itself didn't know much about the the fact that it was coming out. I hadn't seen a whole lot of previews and whatnot. And it was the Christmas break and a couple of friends who were a little more into fantasy stuff, which up until that point, I was not into. They were like, hey, we want to go see Fellowship of the Ring. Are you are you down? I said, sure. I walked in. I walked out of the theater two and a half hours later, a fan. And to this day, it's my favorite of those three movies. It's badass. It's got such good character development. The action scenes are amazing. My wife and I, we we were bored the other day, so we took a weekend and watched all of the extended mm-hmm. versions over the course of like three days. Yep. And um, it still holds up. It's been 20 years, yeah. and those movies still hold up. It's They're really still incredible. Yeah. Only some of the CGI looks kind of c- cartoonish now and unpolished, but you can tell it was great then. Yeah. Um, but man, for the most part, like... That's such a good story, and it, the way that it sets up the other two sequels that are coming after it, um, it's just a perfect, ad, it's such an adventurous story, and it's that's why it's my number one. Such a great action adventure. The My favorite part of that is the end, where the Uruks attack. That's just the whole, oh my God. that whole ending there is just brilliant. That whole scene when when Faramir, uh, or is it Boromir? Boromir, Boromir when he gets shot up, mm-hmm. like, home dude takes like th- five gigantic arrows, yeah. fist-sized arrows in the chest and keeps fighting. Yeah. And there's like, there's one shot in particular that always, it's always kind of an oh shit moment for me. And it's right, like right before he dies when they cut to the one Urukai that's going to kill him uh-huh. and he has the bow. Yeah. And he like, he, he pulls back the bow and you hear it like, Eat, stretching, like stretching yeah. and then they show it and he's like right at in front of the dude's face yeah <laughs> and you're like he's not even far away he's like about to shoot this dude in the face yeah. with this giant and like it's such a cool scene yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of boromir how long are we gonna talk about lord of the rings <laughs> oh. i was holding that for an entire <laughs> I'll, let you, I'll let you go on and on about highlander to the quickening here yeah. in just a minute. it's a good movie <laughs> enjoy yourself <laughs> they could be only one <laughs> all right so that's a good pick yeah adam that's a good what's pick. your first pick my first pick um is definitely my number one i mean the number one and number two are really close for me but same time period or when it came out is gladiator that movie, movie is freaking awesome it's like seems like the definition of like an action adventure kind of similar with lord of the rings though it's kind of like an epic or where you're, you're learning a lot about this guy's life but Tons of action, badass action, good, great yeah. acting across the board. And God, Joaquin Phoenix said, oh. like, he <laughs> landed on the stage. He's like, okay, this guy can play creepy. This guy can yeah. play a yeah. creepy son of a bitch. 
and, and he makes you hate him. For sure. Yeah. He's he's doing such a good job acting that like er, pretty much everything his character does in that movie, you're like, I fucking hate this yeah, guy. Yeah, you out. He does something again and you're like, fuck you, bro. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, that's such a testament to how good of an actor he is. Plus, yeah. as uh, Mark, as you know, uh, I'm a big fan of, of Roman history. So take those yes. boxes too. And um, all the war scenes like at, the, at the beginning were badass. Oh, they're great. Yeah. Obviously, all of the Coliseum scenes were awesome. And uh, yeah, Russell Crowe um, was still in shape at that time. So that was a plus. <laughs> <laughs> True. I like it. I like all of those things. I also like how it's got like a compelling narrative. Like you, it really like grabs you and yes. sucks you into the film. Like I've seen that movie dozens of times and I'll always watch it again. It's Same. not like, Oh, I've seen this before. It's just really, really good. Yeah. That's a weird one. Cause when it came out, I didn't like it. It grew what? on me. Um, What's not to I, love. I, Are you not entertained? So- <laughs> yeah, I was not entertained. I no, I thought so there there are a couple of parts with Gladiator that are a little corny and explain. There's, there's also so like um it's just some of the little stuff like oh it, it and I borrow I felt like it borrowed a lot from Braveheart as well. Just on t- in terms of oh, the scale just and, and some we're of the just, shots. We're just blowing up all these um, lists. <laughs> Am I am I stepping on your toes no, here? I, I don't have Braveheart <laughs> a little bit. Am I am I am a spoiler? I only did um, pick Braveheart because whole, like, Gladiator did have like, some similarities. The whole similarities. like I'm about to die, and so I see my dead family welcoming me to the afterlife. Like mm-hmm. I get why they do that. It's fine. It's just a little cheesy for me. Um, I thought the music in Gladiator, some of the parts of it were real reminiscent of some of the scores from like a bunch of other epics and things like that. That was my first impression. Over I'm sorry, time, you don't like pan flute. You have narrow minded <laughs> musical taste. <laughs> but the scene. Did you ever see the? Uh, did you ever see the porno version? Gladiator. No. Gladiator. No. <laughs> yeah. No, that's funny. Is that a real thing? I don't know. I, it, I'm sure it is. But, like, it scene, has to be. If I thought of it, some yeah. other creep thought of it. Yeah. The reveal scene, wherever he like turns around, he's wearing that that mask, and mm-hmm. he finally takes it off. He's like, "I'm going to get yeah. my vengeance in this life or the next." Oh, like, you tell me that yeah. your juice is flowing. Oh yeah, it's, it's corny. Yeah. I'm kidding. I, I get what you're saying. <laughs> there are a lot of tropes in that movie for sure, but I mean, it's epic. Yeah, it is. It is, and it's it's of that kind of subgenre of epic movies where you've got like your Bravehearts, Gladiator, and name off. I'll say options. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. Uh, it it's it ends up being one of my favorites out of it. <laughs> yeah. But it grew on me. I had to watch it like two or three times to really get into it. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 So my favorite, so I'm going to go with my first and second since we're doing a snake draft. Right. Uh, my favorite is along the same lines as Dan. It's Lord of the Rings, but it's not Fellowship. It's Two Towers. Two Towers is your favorite? Yeah, it's better than Return of the King. With the end, it had three freaking endings. No, nah, it's for ever. me. Return of the King is, is second favorite after Fellowship. It's the, the Battle of Helm's Deep is great. Once again, the story just sucks me in every time. I've seen out of all three of those movies, I've watched it the most. I've watched it by itself a few times. I love it so much. Is the, really? That's yeah. the one where like when they go to Rohan and stuff and like there's some stuff with the trees where I'm like, all right, y'all can speed yeah. this along. Yeah. That's the only, that's the one where I'm like, the pacing is like a little slow. Let's get, let's get this going. Right. right. And I'm, and I say that being fine with the five different endings in, in Return of the King. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Isn't um, that so, absurd though? When you watch Return of the King that. No, it's, actually it's upset uh, me in the theater. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? 
It faded oh, no, to black man. like three Return times of the King, minimum. Dude. Oh, when they do, when he does the whole, like, my friends, you bow to no one yeah. and everybody bows to the hobbits, I will weep. Like, not just cry. I weep when that comes on because it just hits, it hits me right in the hearts, mm-hmm. right in the feels every time. Do you like, relate to the hobbits or what it was? Uh, <laughs> I, I'm into, look, I eat a lot of meals. I got hairy feet. Yeah. <laughs> so, not far question, off, you know. Were the hobbits smoking pot? Is that what was going on there? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, just yeah. making sure. Yeah. The finest weed in the South Farthing. Yeah. <laughs> you say you weren't into it. You clearly are way into it now. Did you go back and I, read the books? I, <laughs> I got the, I started, uh, I started reading Fellowship of the Ring, the book. And I was like in college, I was like, fuck this. I so I bought, fell, I bought Return of the King and just read the ending. <laughs> <laughs> monster. Freaking I just monster. skipped straight to the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> and so no I never read the books I read The Hobbit because that's an easy read fantasy is such a weird genre for me because whether it's like Game of Thrones or or Lord of the Game Rings of Thrones or things are like that by the way the books um, I struggle with those books for some reason I don't know if it's the namings the, the complexity that's, there's clearly a lot of detail involved with it um, yeah. but you Adam remember I've been, I've been reading because I've seen those movies a bunch all right I really love the movies. Um, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Love the movies. Can't get into the books for some reason. Uh, Could it be the reading? No, because there's other books that I I don't mind reading. And like I'm I'm still I'm struggling with this, but I'm still reading Dune. That's been like a five month <laughs> that's endeavor. A hard, that's yeah, a I read difficult you, book to yeah. read. I've been I was reading that since before COVID. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it. Shit. I can't wait for yeah. that new movie to come out. It looks fucking awesome. That's why, yeah. that's why I'm reading the book. I, I grew up, my dad watched the old cheesy Kyle McLaughlin one from the 80s. I liked it. The one with lot. Patrick Stewart. I still, I, yes. I still think it's a good movie. Everybody bashes on it. Um, but I grew up watching that. So I'm very familiar with the story. Mm, yeah. And then I wanted to read the book. And then the new one, Denny Villeneuve, I think is his name, is the director. He's mm-hmm. done a ton of movies that I absolutely love in the sci-fi world. He did like Blade Runner 2049, uh, Arrival. He did Sicario, which is a mm-hmm. fucking badass movie. If y'all yeah. haven't seen that, I That's can't recommend movie. that enough. What genre yeah, so what 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 genre is Sicario? It's action. Exactly. It's How many more action it's movies do you going to name here? No, I'm kidding. Am I? <laughs> I'm fucking with you. Okay. I'll get back on topic because clearly Adam's Adam's upset. So my second favorite <laughs> is... Getting upset. <laughs> yeah, Adam is upset. <laughs> my second favorite uh, action-adventure movie is hands down the first Matrix film. God nice. damn it. That was my number three. It's, it was, I remember watching that in 1999 and I was like mind blown as like an 18 year old. I was like, what is this? I love it. It was so good. Yeah. It's, it it was the best of those three movies, obviously. Uh, great story. You know, had all the, had all this mystery. The first time you see it, you're like, what's going on? And all the reveals are done really well. It was, yeah, it really is. Just a great, great story. The second one, I like. The third one is trash. <laughs> I thought the second one, the second one, kind of ruined me. It for the same. You remember when we were talking about altered carbon? Yeah, and how horny altered carbon uh-huh. is. Yes, <laughs> Matrix Two is a really horny yeah, movie. It is. The, the it is like, the, like a dance orgy. They have the dance sweaty dance orgy, orgy yeah. with like hard techno going. Yeah, and like it's just 
a lot of you can tell that's not sweat. That's just lube yeah. on everybody. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like a different kind of sheen. And then like there's the whole French dude who's like ta- he like yeah. gives this ten minute monologue about causality. Yeah, and he's like, I oh, watch. I'm gonna explain this. This chick's gonna eat a piece of pie and then have an orgasm. Yeah, and like it's just a bunch of unnecessary little stuff like that in Matrix Two that I was like, Argh. yeah, <laughs> it was just a. But Matrix One is Matrix One is solid. Matrix like, One it will go down. I think as an like an all time classic. Okay. Yeah. They had all the the action stuff that they re- like revolutionized like that basically bullet time like camera from work Max yeah. Payne I don't know which came first Max Payne or or Matrix, um, I think. the Matrix, Matrix probably came Matrix first, yeah. yeah and this all of their action was badass so I mean yeah definitely an action adventure a lot movie. of that still holds up too when you watch it if you watch that today and you think back to 1999 oh, yeah. a lot of the I mean all the CG and special effects still look really sharp well, to this day well, that's as the far thing. as like action go action movies go or action adventure movies go I was not a big fan of most action movies from the 80s or 90s they were typically very cheesy oh yeah very big thin time. plots just not very good and then that came out my friends were, uh, friends some friends were like hey you know you want to see the matrix I've, what is it oh it's an action movie i was like nah, not really my thing there's a couple that i like but and they're like no you're gonna like it and i was like whoa it changed action movies forever for me for sure do you have a favorite scene a favorite scene yeah the elevator when he they walk into the elevator room and they just shoot up the place. Oh yeah, that's okay. That's, they had yeah, to reset yeah, yeah. that. That was all motion. practical effects. Yeah, that, really. Yes, which was that. what makes it so good. They had to 100%. reset that every take. Which yep. is so cool. that's crazy. And mine's got to be the the first time he fights Morpheus kung fu style in the little dojo. That's also scenario. great. Yeah, um, trying to just because. Yeah, yeah, and it it's it's uh, the uh, you know I'm not one to praise choreography and and fight scenes and things like that. I'm typically the guy that if I watch a movie where there's a big battle happening at once, I kind of go, why aren't they? Why don't they just all gang up on the person? Why are they taking turns? Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, although one of my later uh, choices may contradict that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized I'm kind of walking myself into a puddle here, but. Uh, but yeah, like for that one, it's it's just one on one person, and it's so fast, and they're 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 so crisp. Mm-hmm. Those two fighting, yeah. uh, like Lawrence Fishburne and Keanu, is just badass. Yeah. yeah. So they also Adam. got me into Rage Against the Machine. I don't think I ever heard <laughs> oh, it against, yeah. heard okay. Rage Against the Machine song. Oh, I really? that was, that end, was the end of the, we have Wake Up playing. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. this song is fucking awesome. And I started listening that's a, to them. Such a great close to the movie, too. Yeah, if they would have if they, I man, that's see, that's and that's another problem with action adventure movies, is you hit a good one original concept, even though there's parts of the Matrix that are derivative with like, oh, I'm the chosen one, and uh-huh. you know, the machines and the future and stuff like that is kind of hadn't been done before, but it was original enough that everybody loved it and they should have just let it be the whole idea of making sequels. It kind of ruins it yeah. for so many movies that are like this, you know, just yeah. the unnecessarily sequels. All right. So I'm going to risk, um, getting my second choice because that what I want, I want to carry like piggyback on this point about the matrix one being so much better than two and three. Mm-hmm. So I'll pick my next pick, um, which is, uh, oh man, <laughs> Just do it. Just say it. I'm trying to rem- trying to remember. I'm trying to remember if this this was the movie that had that with. It might not be. Never mind. All right, I'll just go with my original. <laughs> but uh, basically, there's a rumor um, that uh, the Wachowski brothers didn't write uh, the Matrix. There's this like this um, female screenwriter 
who um, basically written it and they like, basically stole it from her. And then, Adam, um, if you say if you say Lana Wachowski, you're oh gonna have my a god, no! And this in the same direct, the same writer had previously had like the same kind of issue before. And I want to say, oh. I, I want to say it's was with um, Terminator. Like she wrote mm-hmm. Terminator and then they ripped it off. Uh, or she wrote Terminator and then Terminator two uh, ripped it off, but it could be something else. I have to look it up, but I'll go ahead and pick Terminator two as my mm-hmm. uh, second pick. I think it is the gold standard for an action movie. Um, it, you know, it's got Arnold. What else could you ask for? Arnold. Got, Arnold, the action star. The action yeah. it was sh- surprisingly <laughs> good. Like the, it was. The time. They got the motorcycle chase scene. They got Come with the, me if you the want minigun to scene. They got the freezing the body and then blowing it up scene. It's just, mm-hmm. Oh, that's such a good one. There's one part where they're where he's fighting. What is it? The T one thousand in the end at that. St- I, the weirdest fucking, uh, what is this supposed steel to be? Like a molten steel right. mill. Yeah. Yeah. That place, OSHA would have a field day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> first of all, very few like safety things in there. Yeah. Um, but there's like one part and this, uh, you know, there's a few things that the, the CGI from, cause, cause that was so groundbreaking when it came out, but there's one part where he like pushes the T 1000 up against this wall and he pushes him up face into the wall and then he flips, but like he doesn't flip around. He doesn't actually turn or spin. His body just morphs yeah. so quick from front to back and he's ready to hit Arnold. Oh, it's such a cool part. Yeah. I love that. The fact yeah, that the very cool. beginning, you didn't know that <laughs> Adam's Arnold was like, wasn't yeah, that's why I was my fucking choice. Yeah, yeah it's great. It's great. <laughs> yeah, like, I know. Yeah. Like that scene where uh, they're in... Um, I think they're in the mall and you don't know if the Arnold's going to be a good guy. And like, they're both going after, um, yeah. Uh, John Connor. And then like, uh, he pulls that shotgun out of that like box of roses and just blasts the T 1000. Um, yeah. Great, great, great movie. Plus this nice nod uh, to guns and roses there too. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, no, that was intentional. That was because he had, they got them to do okay, one okay. song for the soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. And so Cameron put that part in there of having the shotgun disguised in a box of roses for that reason. Oh, really? Did not know that. Yeah, that was intentional. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah man. W- dude, when Terminator 2 came out, I was I was like ugh, 10 or 11 years old and it just blew my mind. I mean, as a kid, mm-hmm. that was one of the first like R-rated movies that my parents would let me watch over and over and over again. Um, I, I had a VHS copy. I wore that shit out. Yep. For two reasons. Number one, I just love the movie. But number two, the, uh, keep in mind, I was 11. The VHS had a preview at the beginning of it for Basic Instinct. <laughs> <laughs> you just really I like watch that trailer a lot. I watched that trailer a lot, sir. Yeah. Plus, it got a lot of stuff into the lexicon. And like, Hasta La Vista, baby, that would never exist yeah. without that movie. Easy money. Yeah, easy money. Yeah. Like, just, no one ever says that. And I, I like like the storyline was cool. It's like the voiceover with with the mom, uh, Sarah Connor was good. Plus, I think it was infinitely better than Terminator One, um, which I know a lot oh, of people yeah. like that one too. And then obviously after Terminator Two, it falls off a complete cliff, and um, make it, they made like four movies that should never not exist. Mm, but yeah. um, 
Uh, the third one, and I don't even know if I finished it. It was so bad. Yeah, terrible. You didn't miss anything. <laughs> so, Dan, your second favorite. My second for this kind of genre, I went for what I would consider like a traditional action adventure, uh-huh. and I picked Raiders of the Lost Ark. Heck yeah. Yeah, nice. First Indiana Jones flick. Um, same kind of thing, man. We got like Pizza Hut ran a special where you could buy a, a pizza or, and pay a little bit extra and get a VHS copy of Indiana Jones movies, and we bought all three. So I had the trilogy on VHS, wore those out. And for as much as I love uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, mm-hmm. and it's a, it, it, there's a lot, it's a very close uh, in a lot of ways for me with Raiders of the Lost Ark. I think just for originality, for you know, creating a new character kind of out of, out of the thin air mm-hmm. with not a lot of, uh, there's an homage to old serial comics and there's some, there's some stuff that it does clearly, uh, have influences and, and ties to as far as the origin of Indiana Jones. Um, but just such a cool, like for when it came out, which I think it was like 1980. Yeah. And think about what else was out there that was doing that then. Mm-hmm. And the answer is very no, little. Yeah. You know, they had one Star Wars movie, but that was pretty much it. And he's just such a cool character. And I love all the details of the movie. Like there's there's the scene where the he's he's trying to um find Marion, the his mm-hmm. the love interest. Uh, she had gotten kidnapped and he comes across this one guy and the dude does that that move with the sword yeah. and then <laughs> he just shoots him. Um and apparently that was, did y'all know that that was supposed to be a big fight yeah, scene? Yeah, he had the flu, yeah. right? And Harrison he Ford, sick, he's like, he had the sick. So yeah. they just did that. So all those little <laughs> details of the movie that I just absolutely think are are so good. And it holds up. The special effects aren't that great anymore. No. Um, but, but it was 1980. It's not, it's, it was 1980, and it's never going to stop me from from watching and loving that movie. Right. Um, absolutely think it's great. The music is, is terrific. It's got uh, such a the you know the indiana jones theme when you hear it it's instantly recognizable but also like some of the music they do for when they're talking about the ark of the covenant uh is in there too and so yeah hands down yeah i love it too love me Um, some harrison ford for me i kind of vacillate between whether i like raiders the most or last crusade the most Mm -hmm. Um, but they're both it's a tough one you can't lose with either one of them no they're so good both of those classics definitely your third dan my third, I went with, this is where I'm going to regret what I said earlier. Um, I wanted to pick a Kung Fu movie, and uh-huh. I'm not a huge fan of Kung Fu or movies typically, but Kill Bill Volume Got 1. <laughs> I should have expected this. I mean, that's two of my top five that have been picked by other people. That was two of yours. I, I did have Terminator two on, uh, on my well, list. Well, got so you, bitch. That was, that was, that was going to be my sci-fi pick. So just, it's okay. Uh, yeah, man, Kill Bill volume one, same kind of thing. I was a ten, everybody likes Tarantino, but up until that point he had done like Pulp Fiction and Jackie Brown, which yeah. doesn't have a lot of action to it. It's still a good movie, but not very action driven. He comes out of left field with this and having not watched a lot of samurai movies, um, I loved how over the top this is with the mm-hmm. cutting off of the head and the blood fountaining up and just the, the absolute gore of it. The fight scenes are incredibly choreographed, but the story hooked me too. for as cheesy and over the top as the story is. I thought this is kind of cool and it's such a stylistic movie. Mm-hmm. This is one where, you know, I'm not walking out of kill bill volume one with any messages or, uh, <laughs> themes that are going to resonate with me right. into my own personal life. It's just from start to finish a 
fun, cool looking movie. And it's funny. It's got badass action, incredible fight scenes. Um, there's the, the, again, like little attention to detail. I didn't know this until not too long ago when she's doing the fight with the crazy 88 Mm -hmm. towards the end. Um, which is such a, that's just, that's one of the better like Kung Fu fight scenes altogether, even though they do fall victim to the, why don't they just all attack her at once? Right. I'm okay. I can look past that. Um, but that's, I, I think I saw this on a Buzzfeed article, her shoes that she's wearing. There's one shot where they show from uh, underneath the glass floor and you can see the soles of her shoes and her shoes say, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) That is such a Tarantino thing to do. He's obsessed with feet. He is obsessed with feet. And that movie does have a lot of feet nods uh, to it too with the wiggle your big toe thing. Uh, It's such a cool movie though. That's just a fun, great fun flick. flick. Great flick. Damn it. Um, (laughs) You're sorry, bud. So to make sure... I thought this one was at risk of getting taken earlier. This was originally going to be my number two, but I, since I wanted to talk about Terminator two, so I switched the the order is mm-hmm. saving private Ryan. Great movie. That movie. Okay. Is bad ass. Like all the action scenes are intense. Acting very, very is intense. great. The story is great. Um, but like Tom Sizemore's good. Tom Hanks is good. Yep. Barry Pepper's good. Um, even freaking Vin Diesel did a good job, which was mind blowing. Yep. Um, yeah. Just the, the gold standard for a war movie, in my opinion. Um, Have you seen uh, the Thin Red Line? Unfortunately, yes. didn't care for it. I didn't, you didn't like that one. I watched it okay, a long I, time ago, and I remember being like, "What the fuck is going on here?" And not that, that it came out at the same time as Saving Private Ryan. And yeah. In hindsight, over time, I like Thin Red Line better. I'll have to go really? back and watch it. I have to I go do. watch that again. Then I want to. It's way it less again. action. Way less action. It's it's a. Is very, there more adventure? Uh, no. Then I'm out. <laughs> There's really not. <laughs> what it doesn't have is some of the Spielberg flourishes in Saving Private Ryan that mm-hmm. I think are are a little cheesy. That. Here's here's what would have made Saving Private Ryan. First he goes a after Gladiator. Yeah, now he's going after Saving Private Ryan. I'm going after it. Which hey, There's, I respect you going after some absolute gems. That I think both won Best Picture, but go on. But tell me if I'm wrong here. Saving You're wrong. Private Ryan would have been a thousand times better if they would have eliminated one scene, two scenes actually, and it's the opening and closing shot in Arlington Cemetery with the old guy. Yeah, I, I do agree. If it would have just showed, started that showed the value of Omaha they saved Beach. him. They saved him. He lived a life and he didn't forget it. This is him like because he's like earn they said earn this like towards like Tom Hanks's like last yeah. line. Uh, I get that, but it wasn't it just wasn't that's not necessary. And you could tell Spielberg threw that in because he likes cheesy shit like that. And You're telling me you cry at the fucking hobbits getting knelt to, <laughs> but you oh can't God. have Every reverence time. for a guy. Every time. Yeah, I don't want to see an old Matt Damon lookalike. Like, <laughs> oh, I can't take it. I'm sorry Dude, that it's been you just seven hate years. America and only Get over care about yourself. Middle Earth. <laughs> for anyone listening, government, remember I pledge allegiance Adam to Radcliffe Gondor, motherfucker. <laughs> Dan Hornstein doesn't give a rip. <laughs> what was the first scene? Was the Omaha Beach? I thought the first scene was, I thought you was were Omaha say Beach. Like, yeah, I thought you were going to say when I, were, when I watched The Hurt Locker, I root for the bomber. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't, want, you, didn't, you didn't like the Omaha Beach scene either? No, 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 no. The Omaha's Beach scene is 
killer. Yeah. It is it is perfect. There's not a flaw in that. And what I'm saying is, if the movie would have just started with that, like a simple title card, Saving Private Ryan, and then cut to Tom Hanks with his helmet on, and they're pulling up, and then they start getting people picked off while they're even still in the boat, it would have been such a better opening because it would have been that much more jarring yeah. than it, it just, it was a little too much of a setup. It would have caught everybody by surprise even more than it already did. And it would have made it a damn perfect movie. Yeah. But like what, so did it start with like the administrative office where they're finding out that people are dying? How did it, what was the first scene? No, the movie, the movies, the movie starts. The first scene is old Matt Damon with his family in Arlington and he walks over and all of a sudden the grief or the whatever becomes too much for him. The emotion that he falls to his knees and his family rushes over real fast. And they're like, dad, dad, are you okay? And then he like cuts up and they zoom in and it's, it. I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to make it seem like, Oh, this is Tom Hanks's character. So it's, a little bit of a trickery thing, mm-hmm. but the guy looks so much like fucking Matt Damon, Damon. <laughs> that they really didn't pull that off because it zooms into his eye and zooms out from Tom, Tom Hanks's Hanks. eye. Yeah. So it's like this push in, push out, and then they're on Omaha Beach. And I'm just saying, if they would have just started the movie right there without that little precursor and started the movie on Name Omaha me Beach, one it would have been movie that badass. starts you out going a hundred miles an hour right away. Like that would have been talking about jarring. If that would have been the first scene, I mean, I know that it was rated R, right? But uh, like that, yeah. that would have been like, holy shit. And I heard that. Like, and I heard wouldn't that, it have been awesome? It would have been awesome, but like, I get why they didn't do it. Uh, and I'm not saying you're wrong about that critique. You're probably right. But like, uh, that's what was so awesome about the movie <laughs> is like, I mean, I don't know if this is an awesome point, but like people who had served, like were like, that was the most accurate thing I've ever seen. Yeah. And yeah. they were having like flashbacks, which I don't know if that, like I said, I don't know that that was awesome. Which is the same that the Catholic church said about passion of the Christ. As well. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most accurate thing ever. Terrible wow. movie, by the way, not my favorite action adventure. <laughs> <laughs> if you say wow. Same okay. So describes it as Love a delightful it. romp movie. through Nazareth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And what was with that creepy devil character, like the androgynous devil character from Passion of the Christ? It's devil. Meant to be the devil. Why was it so weird looking? And why was he holding that baby? The devil's supposed to be abnormal. Who was the baby he was holding? I don't know. Little devil devil baby. I'm on record saying Passion of the Christ is a shitty movie. (laughs) It's like, I don't see how that was reaffirming of anyone's faith at all it was like a snuff film basically in my opinion i remember going to see that in the theater and like the the theater was packed Mm -hmm. and i was i was mostly just curious right because i wanted to see i'd heard that it was really gross and very torturous and stuff and uh everybody in the theater had like popcorn and nachos yeah and about like 30 minutes in like you could see just i was at the top row and i looked down and like everybody was kind of slowly like I guess this isn't a movie for popcorn. (laughs) (laughs) Slowly kind of putting it down. And like, I'm convinced that the passion of the Christ has probably resulted in more wasted theater food than any movie ever released. It would have been other than saving private Ryan. If it started with the Omaha beach scene, that's what (laughs) it was. They needed to give you a a nice slow break into the, where you can get some food going. And then I just still think that if it would have started with that, it would have been so unbelievably just captivating yeah that you can't you can't get in you know and it still is it's still a very fine movie that's just my only critique and i'm i have that critique about a lot of spielberg films too he finds things to do that are cheesy on purpose that i don't care for but other than that they're good movies gotcha yeah yeah he's no david lynch with his 
strict <laughs> artistic uh, stylings. Yeah. Uh, I like so, I like David Lynch. <laughs> my third favorite action adventure movie is an action slash adventure slash comedy. And it's the only one that kind of gets into the comedy genre on my whole list. And I have a deep, deep list full of a lot of honorable mentions. And that is Hot Fuzz with Nick Frost and Simon Pegg. Solid choice. I have seen that. It's definitely a half an action movie for sure. Right. I've, it's, yeah, it's for, for something that those two guys did when I first saw it, I was like, whoa, this is an action film. It was, I didn't expect it from them because I had followed, you know, their other work and I was like, oh, okay, these are two like funny guys and they, the action scenes are are good and it's those, I've seen it uh, since it came on Netflix. I probably watched it five or six times just because I don't ever get tired of it. It's funny, Mm -hmm. good action. The silliness of the opening shots where everything's just like getting cut back and forth is really fun. It's just oh, a yeah. very, and I love British humor. So it's very well done on all those facets. It's shorter. It's an hour and a half. So you feel like want to watch a movie, but you don't want to go in for like two, two and a half, three hours. You're like, okay. And it's something like at the end where you're like, oh, this, that's funny. And you got to see like an old lady kick ass with a shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> and a priest. So, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. remember I've only watched it once, I think. Now, I remember when I watched it being like, it was like jarring, the yeah, yeah. change of Very tone. Jarring. I was like, whoa, 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 what's going on? And yeah. I love how gory it is. Yeah, yeah. it's over the top. <laughs> yeah. Like there's there's a couple of parts in there like where it, the gore kind of makes me squirm yeah. a little bit. Like the, the dude's got the steeple, steeple through his chin. End, like yeah. Poke it up. Yeah. But there's, again, like, I, I don't know why, but all these movies that we're talking about have subtle things in there that I really appreciate. There's one joke in Hot Fuzz that if you're really watching closely has a total wonderful payoff where uh, there's always the two guys that are the te- the detectives that yeah. are on the force that are giving him shit. Yeah. And he's like, when he's first trying to pitch the idea that there's a serial killer, they're like, oh, well, how are we supposed to find him? Oh, what are we supposed to do? Just just get the phone book and yeah. go right with name number one, Aaron Aronson. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, we'll just start there. And then like at the very end of the movie during that scene, there's this little kid. He's like, what's your name, son? He's like, Aaron Aronson. <laughs> <laughs> And it's so stupid, but I love that. I love yeah. the callback. It's it's fantastic. It's, it's such a well-written flick. Yeah. It's great. So, uh, then my fourth favorite action adventure film was, uh, I had, I hadn't heard anything about this movie. A bunch of my friends had seen it and I had literally zero interest in watching this movie. I, I thought I saw, I'd seen the cast and I thought this is going to suck. This isn't going to be anything I'm going to like. And here it is at number four, one of my favorites. It is Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Oh, hell yeah. I thought you were about and to steal a, another one of my, uh, no. my picks. I, I was completely... Adam thought you were going to say Buffy the Vampire Yeah, Slayer. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even like Donald Sutherland. <laughs> I was completely like caught off guard. It was a great movie, yeah. great plot, very fun, very one of the most fun movies you will ever watch. From start yes. to finish, it is just fun. You know, it... I, I like, I'm still like kind of on the fence about Mar- Marvel movies. There's some of them that I really enjoy. And then there's some of them that I think are just trash. Mm-hmm. And that one came out when a lot of them, they were in a little right. bit of a slump. Right. Yeah. They were in a slump. And so like I had seen all of the Marvel movies up until then. And I was just like, I, this is going to suck. I'm not going to yeah. like it. So I didn't, I thought bother. they were, I thought they had burned their rope. I thought yeah. they were done. They were out of fresh ideas when that one came out. Cause it was, it's such an unknown comic. Yeah. yeah. 
I was and, like, oh, this is, is going to be yeah, bad. Yeah, I actively yeah. dislike Chris Pratt when that movie came out. So I went, same as you, I was like, I went into it expecting to, like, all right, this movie, I'm not going to like it, but uh, it won me over. That was how good of a movie it was. It, it, yeah. Like, it, and I didn't dislike his character either. I thought his character, no. he played a perfect him, but uh, yeah, it fits. Know, yeah, it absolutely fits. Glenn Howerton was up for that role from Always Sunny. From really, yeah, but no, he, he didn't win it because he couldn't get big enough, like bulky enough. <laughs> couldn't have worked. At no, all. Not at all. We destroyed that whole series. Yeah, it'd yeah. been a one and done. Dennis, guaranteed. The Dennis system. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that I, gr- that's my Guardians fourth. of the Galaxy two. I thought is a fantastic. I thought that's a great too. one. That's too, another but... really good sequel, yeah. man. Again, I cried at the end of that movie. I don't know what, what? sci fi movies make me cry. War movies, I'm like meh. <laughs> Again, he cares about other galaxies more than he cares about the red, white, and blue. I watched uh, Dunkirk the other day. I hadn't seen Dunkirk in forever, and I I, I got really bored with that one. That's, I got bored with that action movie. British people too. He hates Americans, <laughs> British. Maybe that's what it is. It's just it's just World War Two because there's some like Vietnam movies that I appreciate. Dunkirk yeah. is boring. I like Full Metal it Jacket. Is. Dunkirk, Dunkirk is straight was up built boring. to be this great action war movie, and it let totally let me down. Totally let me down. That was uh, just Christopher Nolan's. Like, I just want a lot of cool sound effects and a lot of long tracking shots <laughs> and like little bitty nuggets. So it was like Michael Caine has been in, I think almost every, 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 every one of his films, every Chris Nolan. Yeah. He's not in yes, that he one. Is. is he? he uh, he's the voice of somebody talking to Tom Hardy as he's a, a pilot. He's a voice. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So he snuck him in he's there. like the guy from home base, I guess. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Huh? I finally I saw Tenet and I was like, Oh, Michael Caine is in this. <laughs> Tenet. Yeah. They put him in a scene. Two thumbs yeah. way down. We talked about Tenet, this, Dan. Two thumbs up. Two, yeah. two Tenet, thumbs up. Tenet, I th- Two I th- thumbs up. Want to watch it again and and with the subtitles on. Can it? Yeah, because is- it, it didn't make any sense. And they had the classic sense. loud noises, whispering voices problem. I hate that. I did have that issue with it. I, I did that. like that. It was. <laughs> I hated the quiet dialogue. Yeah, and the, and they. It seems like that's happening more and more and more. It's like. Are you trying to deafen me? Because I have to turn up the volume so high whenever your big <laughs> bombs happen. You know you can change a setting on your TV to level that out? Yeah, but it, I tried that, like the voice is clear mode or whatever. Yeah. And then it, like, it, does, it goes way above and beyond. And, yeah, it's oh, okay. worse. Yeah, it's, when I use that setting on my TV, it's, it's a drastic, like you can tell when the action scenes come, you can hear the volume going down yeah. uh, to compress it all together. It sucks. Yeah, it's annoying. Okay. It's very, yeah. Well, so that, what's your fourth, Adam? So the, Tenet. Tenet? <laughs> <laughs> so there are so many, this is going to be a lot of honorable mentions and because you said Guardians of the Galaxy, because I was going to get a judgment call like, should comic book movies be fair game? And since yes. it is, I'm going with one. Probably wouldn't have made very many other people's lists. It just takes off so many boxes that work for me that it's mm-hmm. my top five is Sin City. Oh, that movie okay. is a perfect mixture of style, uh, mm-hmm. like comic book feel. Jessica I like the, the black and white with hints of color. I thought that was really cool. <laughs> yeah. They did it way better than than uh, Schindler's List, if you ask me. But yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, who hates <laughs> World War II? <laughs> <laughs> but no, I it, it, I liked all the actors. It was like it Adam's was, like, don't give me that Anne Frank bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see some action. Exactly. <laughs> I want to see heads chopped off. 
But um, <laughs> the pianist was a real snooze fest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the boy. <laughs> and I got never mind. Oh, I almost said something. Boy, this was, this boy with the striped pajamas went to sleepy time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible. Adam only likes war movies. Yeah. He hates Holocaust movies. <laughs> yeah. But um, like I said, good actors. I mean, it was cheesy. It was cheesy. I fully admit that there were some cheese scenes, but it was a comic book it, comic book feel. Yeah. It wasn't supposed to yeah. be realistic. Uh, the dialogue was that supposed to be like a little campy and like over the top. Um, and I, I just loved it. It had a lot of action. Had uh, a lot of tasteful nudes, which uh, th- certainly didn't hurt. <laughs> it's a real selling point yeah. for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I like I like Clive Owen. I like Mickey Rourke. I like. Um, what's her name? Um, in the Daredevil series now, why am I blanking on her name? Rosario oh, Dawson. Rosario Dawson. She was yeah. in it. Um, good ensemble cast, just through and through. Yeah, the yellow creep character was creepy yeah. as fuck. Oh yeah, yeah, that was super. Creepy. Elijah Woods' character super creepy. Yes, <laughs> Mickey Rourke's character was awesome. Yeah, great. Second one, not great. The no. Sin City the 2, Dame to Kill For, not good. Yeah, no. Not, no amount I of st- Eva Green uh, nudity could save that movie. <laughs> no, I started to watch that and then I didn't even finish it. I was like, I can't take this. <laughs> mm-hmm. I finished it. I don't, I don't remember it. There's nothing in it that was memorable for no. me. Whereas Sin City 1, I can recall several different scenes. And even though like what I, it's, that's, that's an interesting take because it's the story so nonlinear in it too. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really almost like three different comic books right. yeah. that are each its own individual narrative. It's, so it's, it's, it's constructed like that. Um, but yeah, so cool to watch. Like as far as movies with style mm-hmm. where all you, you're not, again, you're not watching it to get anything major out of it. Uh, but it's just really fun to watch and really cool. Yeah. They, they hit it home. Yeah. Plus Jessica Alba was smoking hot at the time, but, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, they had the, that I'm like now, like, what? Like, <laughs> I, I can't even look at her anymore after fantastic. Four. <laughs> dead to me. But, um, yeah, it was cool. Like you said they had different storylines. Had the the Clive Owen. They had Mickey Rourke. That one was my favorite. Bruce Willis storylines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, awesome. The Clive Owen was definitely my favorite. My out favorite of the, one out too. of the three. That was probably my favorite um, as well. Clive Owen's such a badass. Yes, he yes. is. <laughs> the dude does not get enough credit. He's in a lot of really good movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that one on Netflix any good? Where he has like some like implant to where it's like a AR and somebody's fucking with his implant. I haven't seen I mean, it. I have to go look it up. Um, I've heard good things, but I haven't seen it. All right. Well, yeah, that was my number four, right? Dan, you're fourth and fifth. My, my number four for uh, sci-fi was kind of a tough choice, and I'm I'm still I'm gonna have to make a game time decision here, and I think I'm gonna pick Inception. Yeah, Ooh. great movie. Great movie. For even though we just adventure. shit on yeah. Christopher Nolan a little bit, we just shit on some of the other <laughs> Nolan stuff. Yeah, and I'm not one of those. Everything Nolan does is great because uh, obviously I didn't like Dunkirk, but everything else that he's done, <laughs> it's, it's super top notch. Makes it good. No. <laughs> yeah, not um, see. That's the thing I don't find his films to be that confusing. Look at the which big, is a big brain complaint that a lot of people have. Tenet Maybe that's was just confusing. It. Maybe, uh, if you watch it at one and a half times confusing. speed, it's a little easier to pick up. T- parts of Tenet, I wanted to go back and watch again a second time because, yeah, I want to get a little more clarity there. But I, I like movies that 
that you have to put in a little extra work to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do appreciate that. I know that you. Yeah, Indiana Jones is a real. Uh, you got to work to think about it. You got to know some. <laughs> you got to know some history. You got to know some religious stuff. You know, they're not just spoon feeding it to you. <laughs> This guy's <laughs> got to know where Indiana is. Yeah. <laughs> it's a heartland state. It is. Um, it's a flyover state. One of the, one of the things I liked about it, inception, other than the action of it. Um, I, I love the way that they, the story I thought was really cool. It's, mm-hmm. it's a unique idea. It's like an espionage story, but in this dream world, a lot of people found that ridiculous. One of the things that, um, and again, attention to detail. One of the things I love about Inception is the the score that Hans Zimmer did mm-hmm. for that. And somebody did a video on YouTube, and I, I, I don't think I ever would have picked this up had somebody else not done it. So it's not something I found out on my own. I'm nothing special there. I just think this is such a cool nod. There's that French song that they play throughout the movie when it's that's their cue to mm-hmm. wake each other up uh and it's the this the rhythm of it's like bum 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 well if you slow that down which somebody did on youtube it's basically the same score that Hans Zimmer has for when they're in the dream space where it's that loud bombastic yeah <laughs> and it's following the same rhythm and it makes sense cuz they talk about how time slows down mm-hmm. when you're in the dream world or whatever and I thought that's such a cool thing for Hans Zimmer to do to take that song and slow it down and it ends up making this really cool thunderous sounding score that adds to the epicness of the story as well as being a really nice attention to detail that I I liked a lot I love when everybody involved in a movie has a little bit of stake in the game in that respect where they all have a little bit of freedom to create in their own way. And some of the subtle things that they do that may not even be on your first watch or your second watch, but once you kind of find that out, or if you even find that out, that's when you go, yeah, this is fucking awesome. You know, same thing with like the Lord of the Rings movies, the, um, one of the bonus discs on it, we talked about all of the chainmail and armor and swords and shields and stuff that they made and how it ended up being in the tens of thousands and every one of them was basically handmade and unique. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's so cool. You know, they, they get, everybody has a little bit of ownership in this complete thing that we're doing. It's not just a one man show. Right. Plus great cast. Leo, Fantastic Tom cast. Hardy, yeah. Justin Gordon-Levitt. Gordon I mean, he's a good yeah. actor, even though he's kind of a kind of a weirdo. But um, JGL is is my Jamie Jam dude. Don't talk bad about JGL. Yeah, uh, Michael <laughs> Caine, Colleen Murphy, who I'm a huge fan of him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's great cast through and through. So your fifth and so final my fifth, one. fifth and final one. Uh, I wanted to pick a comic book movie like Adam did, and mine is Avengers: Infinity War. Hmm. Okay. And the reason why I picked Avengers Infinity War is it is the culmination of 13 episodic or so movies altogether. It's like something like 12 or 13 movies. And then this one comes out. So a person like me who went to see Iron Man one without a whole lot of, uh, you know, uh, growing up as a kid, I read comics, but I mostly read like X-Men and like Batman and stuff. Mm -hmm. I didn't get too heavy into like the Marvel comics that were the subject of the Marvel cinematic universe. So I never read Captain America. I never read Thor. I never read a whole lot of Iron Man comics that just wasn't on my, on my scope, let alone guardians of the galaxy. Right. Yeah. So here's Marvel. They make all of these movies 
it gets up until this point. You know that there's going to be another one, of course. Right. But the the way that they chose to end this, how often, if ever, other than like the Empire Strikes Back, do you get a movie where the bad guy wins and it just stops? Yeah, it's very rare that movies end like that. Dan, is it? Are and, you only picking this so that you can set up your Thanos uh, snap joke? No, I am not. I I haven't told that joke in so long. (laughs) You got a better memory than me. I like that joke. Speaking of that joke, what's the funny joke? I like when you do the the Spider-Man voice afterwards. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I love that little tag, which you you do it most of the time, but sometimes you don't do it. And I was like, oh, you gotta you gotta keep that in there. I just haven't done that joke in a long time. That's really funny yeah. that you remember that. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> to keeper, keeper. But yeah, so it, and again, so that's another movie that I feel like it starts and it the pace is on. Yes, you know it is. It is kind of a nonstop two and a half hour thing. Um, you know the first scene, Thanos is there mm-hmm. and yeah. he's taking dudes out. Yeah, and there's. There's like at the time you what are I'm feeling are permanent character deaths Mm -hmm. in the first real scene of the movie before the credits even roll and then the credits roll and there's just a little bit of downtime to set up the exposition with like Doctor Strange and Tony Stark. But then again, once the once the action starts, it's it goes there's there's rarely a down moment in that movie and it culminates with a kick ass battle Mm -hmm. and then the bad guy wins and not only does he win, but like he wins in a very diabolical kind of way with the time stone and the stuff he has to do. And, uh, I walked out of there. I was like, Holy shit. That's one of the better, that's one of my favorite movies. Like no, alone just a comic book movie. That's such a good movie. Couple of beefs. Couple of beefs. Okay. Um, I'll hear you out. You let me. About this movie. You so, let me go on my my Saving Private Ryan rant. So and Gladiator. <laughs> and Gladiator. Uh, and Gladiator. Um, so. so number one, uh, one of my favorite movie quotes of all time from one of the best movies of all time, perfectly describes my number one critique. Actually, uh, first thing that came to mind whenever I was watching this: too many notes. There's just too much going on. It's too crowded. There's too many characters. None of them are getting any amount of station. Why is fucking the hot guy in here? I don't care about him. Like Paul <laughs> Rudd, like, seems like he's thrown in. Uh, it's just like the Hulk is basically useless. Uh, but my bigger critique and what really bothered me about the movie. Well, who is the hot guy? Huh? Who is the hot guy? What hot guy? <laughs> you said the hot guy is in it. Did I? Yeah. I'm fucking. Did you mean to? Did, Hulk, you, did you say Hawkeye? Hawkeye. And I yeah, just, the, I, Hawk, the Hawk, Hawk guy. guy. I oh, swear to God, I thought you said the hot guy. Yeah. And it was like a little Freudian slip from Adam. And I was is like, name, finally. Is it, it's Hawkeye. I didn't know if it was Nighthawk yeah. or Hawkeye. So I just said the Hawk guy. So uh, Hawkeye is not really in Infinity War, and neither is Ant Man. They're both in Avengers Endgame. Right. They're not in it at all? No. Oh, well, that explains why I didn't. But, um. <laughs> Here's the much, 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 much bigger Listen, issue. You don't put Jeremy Renner in it. I don't. You don't have an audience. Exactly. <laughs> but right. I only watch the town, the Hurt Locker, Avengers <laughs> Endgame. He's a good actor, but um, he is. Look, I can um, what's it um, can ignore some like plot armor to where it's like, it's a comic book. The good guys have to do the ultimate good thing. That's just mm-hmm. what they have to do. But where I think three or four times 
in uh, Infinity War, the superhero does the ultimate dumb fucking thing. Like one of them was like, they were about to kill Thanos, but yep. somebody just had some ego trip that they're like, Oh nope, I have to do something or like, I can't yeah. remember what the detail, yeah. but like, I'm like, what the fuck? That's you're risking the half of the population of the galaxy. Uh, yeah. Move your ego aside. Uh, kind of a thing. I think, I think that's one of the reasons really why the movie works for me is because up until that point and this, it was, it was infinity war and the movie before it captain America civil war where they really, the, the MCU movie started to get better. And the reason they started to get better is because they started to deal with the consequences of the actions of these superheroes or mm-hmm. these, you know, these, these so-called heroes and civil war really touches on that. And yes. from like a, a very political heavy standpoint where they're like, you know, look, you, you wrecked an entire country completely yeah. and you're not accountable. You're just out there, you know, going and fighting willy nilly and there's no accountability for your actions. And then they don't, then in a, in infinity war, it acknowledges that they are very flawed and they make a lot of mistakes. And a lot of it's based on ego. A lot of it's based on, uh, just poor decision-making or inexperience with fighting a bad guy of that level. And I would have had that same complaint if they would have resolved it and managed to pull through together. But the fact that they lost. Yeah. That that's what maybe it enraged. So like there's only what, there's five of these stones, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, three of them were lost in the most dumb fuck of ways. Really, the one that bothered me the most, I think it was Star Lord with the one with like the he just he was upset. Oh, he's yeah. insulted, so he has to, he ruins the chance to end this whole. Th- his uh, Gamora just died. Yeah. yeah, and they and they even like there's a scene where Tony Hawk he's like, we almost got his glove off. Not now, yeah. you know. Like he's yeah. he's like imploring him not to let his emotions run wild. I thought this was a comic book movie, not a skater movie. I don't remember Tony Hawk being you in it. You said Tony Hawk, not Tony Stark. Did I? Yeah. Tony yeah. Stark? Excuse me. Sorry. Hawk is stuck in your head, bro. My bad. <laughs> you said Hawkeye. Yeah. 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 Hawkeye Pierce. I think that's uh, what tripped me yeah. up. If, let me tell you something. If Tony Hawk would have come in there, he would have fucking grinded all over. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thanos. Thanos' ass. I don't That's such a terrible. <laughs> it wouldn't have been in like a 360 turn It'd have been or a 180 turn. It'd have been a 900 turn. Am I right? Anyway. Uh, yeah. And then the other issue, same same vein. And I, I know there was three cause I talked about this like to, to the, to a lot of people. Uh, but the, the other one with vision, like, sorry, dude, you don't get to survive. We're not going to take this long extraction process or fucking crushing this stone. Cause they have the ability to destroy the stone and they just didn't want to lose vision. I get it. Uh, him and the, uh, the, the witch lady, Scarlet uh, witch yeah. had a, a relationship, but I'm sorry. Half, and then we're down to that was the last stone, right? Right. Like yeah, he already they, had four. They stones. didn't know they could destroy yeah, they, it up until that point. I'm almost positive they did. In the story, I don't think that was a factor for them. They talked about removing it and hiding no, it. They were they could have destroyed it with the Black Panthers sisters technology. I think. And she was trying. I know she was trying to remove it. Was yeah, her intent to destroy the it? The only is reason that, they were trying to remove it is so that oh, they wouldn't have to kill Vision to destroy it. Okay. And I, I was like. Ass uh, nine, and then when a guy is one stone so just away so you know, Mark, from Adam literally will throw both of us under the bus. Yeah, if he- <laughs> yeah. 
one stone away from it's funny how you talk about you like your favorite movie of all time is a movie filled with self-sacrifice <laughs> and saving private ryan <laughs> exactly who did no, you root, did exactly. you root for exactly that, did you root for et who just totally shit it out on going to battle when <laughs> number one when vision, time came number one vision's a, a computer let's get that point. right and number two yeah, it's it's AI. i think he even says no destroy me like this he does the, yeah the right thing to do and like no right. we can't. especially we're, at we're the gonna, end gonna, he does we're gonna yeah. save you I'm sorry when half of the galaxy is online. And like I said, if it happened just once in that movie, I'd have been okay with it. I would have been annoyed, but three times in this movie, they just do the most dumb fuck thing that risks literally half of the galaxy. And like you said, they lose. So yeah, yeah. I felt like ridiculous watch, at least for me. I enjoyed the movie. It's going to be the tiebreaker. I felt <laughs> like I felt like they wrote it. Like I wrote it knowing, okay, they're going to lose. I just had this feeling like they're going to lose at the end. And then they have all these opportunities to, but in stupid ways they don't. And I was just like, that's to me, that was just kind of like lazy writing. I was like, you could figure out a better way to do that. I agree. Not, that that was the my complaint from that movie. I was like, they, they got to these key moments and yeah, they want to, you know, like the whole star Lord thing. Like, Oh, he's, he's, you know, he's in grief because Gamora just died. Maybe like, we yeah, talked about like, this. Dude, you can't, pull your shit together when you're fighting the guy like come on exactly when the fate of the galaxy is on the line right and literally yeah, it's what very, are you changing it's, a, it's such a selfish thing that's uh <laughs> i knew i hated chris pratt that's, the, that's their flaws coming out that's the reason why i think i think it was okay writing i think that having them be he's gone from imperfect to, okay to that writing. point it really it we're really shaving works. him down uh, we're grinding him down I'm, no you're not i'm 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 hanging on to my opinion that one's because also i was gonna either pick that one or dark knight Whoa! And I have two nolan movies so dark knight well, like i said in my opinion i don't know why that wasn't on any of our lists i mean it might be still i don't know but yeah that movie's it's great. Probably the scale of Avengers Infinity War. Um, it's so much bigger. Is, That's what I was one like of the things that, that as, as far as like, what's a comic book movie that is action and adventure. Uh, there's more action and adventure to Infinity War for me. So that's why I'm going to go with that mm -hmm. one. The Dark Knight's probably a better story in a lot of ways. And it's, it's a better character driven movie. Yeah. Um, because you're really, you're tapping into, you know, three main people at the same time. There's Harvey Dent, there's, there's Bruce, uh, Wayne and there's the Joker mm -hmm. and there's a there's a very character there's a character arc completely for all three of right. them. That's a that's a different kind of storytelling. I for a comic book movie that right. to me is pulp that's supposed to be fun. This one it's it's very action heavy. I love it. It's a, it's a wild ride. It starts it's got consequences for the action so it's not just fighting for the sake of fighting. There's real uh, there, there's, there's realness to it in terms of there's finality if you lose. Yeah. And, um, and then, yeah, the ending, I thought they stuck the landing completely in, a, in infinity war. They really did a good job with that. Yeah. To, to um, each his own. <laughs> so Adam, did you do your fifth? Uh, not yet. Uh, I'm debating on where I want to go with this and I'm going to pick this one with a caveat. I fully admit it's not the top, a top five action movie. It's just my personal taste. For a brief period, this was like my favorite movie. I was when the when it came out. I'd have to go look up what year it came out so I know how old I was. But and if it's I'm older than I think I was, it'd be kind of embarrassing. But <laughs> you're gonna say Roadhouse? I yeah, you are. No, but <laughs> when I first liked it, it was strictly for the action, and mm -hmm. it was just fun and cool. And uh, and when I got older and watched it with a completely like different lens. 
there's a lot of um what's the word for it like it's a, a critique of of um militaristic societies and and um all of that is starship troopers oh yeah I've never seen that movie. Oh, you haven't? Wow. I've never seen Starship Troopers. Yeah. yeah it's, it's very, it has a very cynical view of the future. Exactly. It's very, it's satire. I yeah. know yeah, that it's, it's meant to be satire. It's satire. the same guy that did RoboCop. And so it's satire in the same way that RoboCop is satire. Right. Um, but I, I just, I've never seen it. It's, I've seen it probably 12, 13 times. Yeah, I've, I've seen it a lot. Um, but like I said, the acting is not great. No. Um, Jake Busey's in it. Enough said. Um, <laughs> Casper Van Dien is the lead. Um, yeah, Denise Richards is in it, but um, over the top gore. I liked. I just liked every part of the movie. Like when they were they started, they were all friends in high school, and they all yeah. joined the military because you have to join the military if you want to become a citizen. Right. And like they glorify militarism throughout the whole movie, but it's like I said, satire, and it's like to showing me, the it's- ridiculousness of it. To me, it's at least every time I watch it, the more and the more and more I watch it, the more and more I see that this is a world 300 years after the Nazis won World War II. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's, and that's the kind of vibe that they even have like shot for shot, like scenes where like it's meant to look like a, like a Nazi mo- right. like a military like a propaganda march film. or propaganda yeah. films. Yeah. And they have yeah. propaganda in the movie. Like it's, yeah, yeah. It's, I've heard about that. So check, you should check out the movie. It's worth watching. Like I said, it's I wouldn't have put this in here. Better or worse than the faculty. Much better. Much, Much better. better. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah. I was just thinking about other movies that came out because I think that's the reason I never watched Starship Troopers because isn't that dude Freddie Prinze Jr. No. It, no. Casper Van Dien is Who's, the male lead. Okay. I'm, I'm I think thinking, I might be thinking of something Van, else. I think but, that's his name. But he's yeah, like, I, I, yeah, he's a, like a bit actor. Um, yeah. Okay. The supporting cast is probably better than the main characters, really. <laughs> um, yeah. It's got, what's his name? Like Michael Fireside or Burnside? Is Michael Ironside. Ironside, yeah. Ironside. Yeah. He does a good job. Yeah. I like his character a lot. Yeah, me too. He does a good job of playing the same character in every movie. Every that movie, he's yeah. <laughs> well, this one, he was a good guy. Um, but, uh, oh, was he? Yeah, but he, he was, was like a, a real team. hard ass. Hey, when he was their he, teacher. Okay, so he was he still... like a philosophy teacher. Yeah, uh, yeah, but the, he, he, he goes back to the military. See him as the teacher, but then he's like ex military and then he's a super hard ass at the end. Yeah. Nice. He's very, very much like die for the, the cause kind of guy. Yeah. But, um, so, yeah, just a cool flip. And it's just fun. Very fun. It's a movie. fun, fun movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, my slightly was, horny, slightly <laughs> horny. Yeah. <laughs> that's, well, it's the same. It's Paul Verhoeven is the director, right? So you got to like, look at, he's, he's big on campy movies, uh, that, Sometimes they're they're really they're satirical and they're well thought out, but he also makes some really bad movies. Like his <laughs> his track record, it's like RoboCop. He did Starship Troopers. He did Basic Instinct, and he did like Showgirls. Oh, well, that'll end a career <laughs> so right there. Showgirls. His 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 like his career is just all over the map. You know, mm, like yeah. RoboCop still holds up. It's a very it's got a lot of the same themes like you're talking about, and it's 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 still pretty decent, even though it's campy and it's cheesy and it's in the eighties. I should not um, have put this movie in my top five, but fuck it. <laughs> what were you gonna have instead? What well, were you I, were you between anything or was well, it just a solid y'all, like nah Starship? Mark Troopers. took Matrix, uh which okay. I wanted to, to get. You took Kill Bill. Um yep. 
Oh wait, I'll, we'll let Mark finish and then I'll say like what. Yeah. What, so my my last one here, it's was really hard to pick because there's three I want to pick, uh-huh. and none of them are like. Well, one of them I think. So the one I'm going to pick is just oh to me oh the overall best one. It's three hundred. Nice. Oh, I liked it a lot. Okay. I I like it a Some lot. Some people shit on the movie. I, I like, liked it a lot. Uh, some of my really, one of my really close friends hates it because he doesn't like the historical inaccuracies. And I so hate it. Whoa. I love it. I, I kind of did. I thought Dan might have, I like the stylized version Me of it. Too. I knew it's based off the graphic novel. You know, I like the premise of it, the action of it. Some of the, I love the over the top of Same. the action. It's, it's yeah. really well done. Every it, the the horniness is a little too over the top. Yeah. Still, still, it's it's a good yeah. movie. I've seen it many many times, and every time I do, I'm like, wow, this is just a really fun movie. Ultimately, a really ultimately good movie. Uh, entertaining. That's the one that Zack Snyder watched that Matrix scene with the like the orgy dance party. Yes, he was like, I'm gonna do a whole fucking movie of that. <laughs> Basically, yeah, I, that movie to me will always be a classic. It's just I saw that movie. in the theaters and it, oh man, I kid, I just hated it. What did you, I, um, there's, it made uh, you question your sexuality. Is, grown, is that what it was? I've grown to like other Zack Snyder movies mm-hmm. since then. Um, no, I remember at the time my complaint was, uh, I walked out of the theater. And I went, that movie would have been only 30 minutes long if every scene wasn't slowed down. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it had, it had voiceover and during the South slowed Park down stuff. did South Park did the best parody of that with the uh the the holding off of the the lesbian yeah, bar like yeah, oh, yeah, with Mr. Garrison where he like goes to make coffee and it's like he does yeah. the ramp up and he grabs a coffee pot and it's like <laughs> real slow and just uh, they nailed it. That was perfect. Didn't they also like everything Go ahead. Well, I just I felt like everything in 300. I didn't know anything about the graphic novel. Mm-hmm. I didn't know a whole lot of what to expect from it. And um I was like, wow, that's this looks cool. Um, what the fuck? <laughs> like, and I just, I didn't think the story was strong enough to make it. It's like a two hour movie, right? Yeah. It ends up being like a two hour. It thing. doesn't seem Again, like, like it's long though. It seems I, like I, at no point am I like, when is this going to wrap up? Like I did with Lord of the Rings, but, um, I felt like I wanted it to wrap up. There was, there was not a lot of character development in it. There wasn't any reason for me to care about these Spartans other than they say you know, cool like shit. A, there's a weird Oracle and yeah, they say cool shit, but like that's, Plus, like the <laughs> action was to... awesome. The like a stylized thing, like I, different I colors. I see why people like it. It had uh, it's it's in my it's gonna be in my bottom five. But oh, I, I might pick another one because there's another movie that's eerily similar to it that I hate as well that everybody else loved collectively. We'll talk about it. We'll get to. We'll talk so about we'll it. We'll get there in a minute. We'll get okay. There. So uh, before we go Sorry to, to the bottoms, I know you. Um, I well, I have probably a good 20 honorable mentions. Oh, I don't have that. But the many. first two, the first, I'm not going to go through them all. I'm just going to hit the highlights. Mm-hmm. Um, Dread. Yep. I, that was on my I haven't honorable. seen Dread. I okay. love that really movie. Really good. I heard it's really good. It's extremely good. And I like it because it makes fun of the previous Dread movies and the source material in like a nice. satirical way. It makes fun of itself. I Maybe love that. Maybe you just like Cersei the, Lannister. Uh, the screenwriter. She was in 300 and in Dread. Yeah, she was. Um, uh, I like the screenwriter of that. He's the guy that did. Um, it's Alex Garland. He's 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 a novelist and mm-hmm. he does movies now. And pretty much every other movie that he's done, I've really enjoyed. So it's just I need to watch. Oh, it. you haven't seen it? No, I've never oh, seen Dread. But it's, it's like all of his other stuff, I've really liked. He did Ex Machina. He wrote oh. the novel for The Beach, the Leonardo DiCaprio movie, movie, which underrated. is really good. 
Um, and he did, I think, the screenplay, too. I think that was his first one. He did that movie Sunshine, which mm-hmm. is an underrated sci-fi I, that's flick. That's a very good movie. I've never seen Super it. Super underrated sci-fi Is that the one where they go and flying to the sun or something like that? Yep, that's I've the heard, one. I've seen um, them on lists of like, this movie is super underrated. People, More people need to see it. I'm yeah, about to look it's, it up. It, the, that's a movie that the first time I watched it, I didn't like it. And the second time I loved it. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I didn't know what to expect the first go round. And it, it does take a turn in genre. Um, what else did he do? He did Ex Machina, mm-hmm. which is a fire ass movie. Yep. And um, the other one that I really enjoyed, the Natalie Portman one, Annihilation. Mm. You really okay. enjoyed that? Yeah, a lot. You, I liked it a lot. You might, you might be a sucker for overcomplicated <laughs> movies, unnecessarily complicated movies. Because like in, in South, I don't know if it was South Park or Family Guy. That since you brought them up, <laughs> uh, going into Mark's pick, I'll bring them right back up. Uh, went after Inception, like just because it's complicated doesn't make it a good movie. South Park did. Yeah, yeah, that was South Park. They did the uh, they did the one where they like they brought in Freddy Krueger. Yeah, it was <laughs> all kinds of ridiculousness. Yeah. But like Annihilation, you have to sit there and explain what what the fuck is going on. I'm like, what is this? And uh, I only watched it once. I watched it in theaters, and I was lost. I was like, what the fuck is going on? That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you said you had to see Tenet a couple of times to really get your arms around it. Like why? Because first off, Tenet is the most unrealistic of all of our movie picks. That movie, could, even more than Avengers Infinity yes. Wars. <laughs> yeah. You can't like going backwards through time, like and reversing it or being inverted or whatever it was, uh, was just the most ridiculous premise for a movie. There's so many. It's a science fiction flick. It's supposed to be ridiculous. Yeah, but I mean. But they tried to wrap it around reality. That's the thing is you if you go Avengers. That's it's why clearly it's science it's fiction. Book. There's a very there's a hint of science and then a lot of fiction. <laughs> there was no science in that. That was all bullshit. Like Inception, <laughs> Inception was unique. It's obviously science fiction, but it was unique and it just wasn't so. It wasn't asking you to do so much. Mm-hmm. But freaking Tenant, I'm like this makes no logical sense at all. It's just him wrapping confusion on confusion. Like, oh, if it's super complex, nobody will be able to untie it and prove that I'm an idiot. And I just sucker people into watching this a couple of times. But, uh, I mean, it was a a cool movie. It was like a um, B minus, C plus in my estimation. You you gave it two thumbs strong down earlier. Yeah, Yeah, but for the height... (laughs) I would not recommend okay. it to somebody for sure. I thought C plus is thought not a was, good movie. Tenet for me was like a James Bond flick. It, it, I watched it with the same amount of suspended belief as I would watch like a 007 movie where he's able to perform all these outrageous things and he's got these gadgets and stuff that don't exist, but yet it's supposed to take place in a real world environment. And I was once I was on board with exist. that, I was great. I was good. By the way, so, have you so anyways, back and watched the anyways, old- Mark, you were saying dread, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dread, yeah. and then uh, just a couple more I wanted to touch on were John Wick two, uh, Born Identity, I haven't seen that, Predator, Mad Max, Fury Road, and Aliens. I have a Predator is so list, awesome. Those are the highlights off that list. Yeah, Predator's such a good action movie. Predator yeah. was my number one like honorable mention. That I was I'm going between that. Starship Troopers or Mad Max Fury Road. Uh, a couple other ones that are just pure action fury is uh, Con Air, the, yeah. the, the Rock. 
The uh, Rock is great too. And The Rock is fun. Yeah, it it's is a fun, fun movie. And then Edge of Tomorrow, slept on movie, very cool. Oh, the uh, Tom Cruise. Yeah, one? Tom Cruise. With, uh, yeah, where he lived, I repeat. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. that was a good movie. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now yeah. we're down to the bottom five. So yeah, Dan, had, you don't get I your honorable, honorable mentions, mentions because you went after oh, yeah. We're just gonna skip through those. <laughs> Go for it, Dan. <laughs> That's okay. Now, uh, so what are the yeah, th- same other thing, five I, most confusing movies out there? <laughs> I. Re- <laughs> <laughs> Anne's Labyrinth. <laughs> I'll go there. Uh, I'll, I'll fucking go there. Um, as far as popcorn movies goes, this one, it, it, you know, it reminds me of, I, I really enjoy this. This isn't one of my honorable mentions, but like cheesy, cheesy movies that are just hell of fun to watch. Pacific Rim. Never yeah. Saw it. Was yeah. so bad, so and I bad, loved every fun. single moment of it. Yeah. I loved every moment of it. Um, some of my honorable mentions, uh, Children of Men is was like my tie for science fiction best of uh that movie's incredible I feel like it's, it's a drama it's, though it's, i thought about that movie it's a great it. movie yeah it's it i saw the adventure in it and that you're watching a character uh, you know kind of go through a uh, several different landscapes and, and there's the journey of it that's involved and it, it really does fights. kind of follow that there's a ton of action in it but yeah it doesn't really fit into the rest of the action adventure genre but the other movie that's the same director, Gravity, to me, I would pick as another just dynamite action adventure movie. It's start to finish. It, that movie just goes. And it, it hooked me. Loved everything about it. I saw that one in the theater in 3D. It was the mm-hmm. best 3D movie I've ever seen. I completely um, agree. I had Jurassic Park as one. Yeah. Just such a good popcorn movie. Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Great movie. Is would have been my action comedy if I got to go <laughs> as far into that genre, which is same director as Hot Fuzz. Yep. Love that one. I had Return of the King, Rogue One Rogue is my favorite excellent. Star Wars yep. movie. Excellent. Um, Predator and Die Hard. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think of Die Hard. But it's a more of a thriller. So again, I it's I don't know. It's action thriller, but it's it. Yeah, we were know. fast and loose with the genre anyway. So I mean, we could have yeah, we would so have allowed any of those. <laughs> I may have could have gone into a lot with, of or quibbles with, with Children of Men, but. Uh, still would be allowed, but it's still a great movie. Yeah. It's still a great movie. I could see Children of Men. I would, I would, I would give into that your argument on that one probably and say, yeah, it doesn't quite fit the narrative. But and I'm sure we're leaving quite, quite a ton on the board. Oh yeah, there's a ton. Yeah, you mentioned uh, Mark just like three or four, and Adam that I would have been like, oh yeah, all those like yeah. Predator. I didn't have on my list, but I like I actually enjoy most of the Predator movies, Me with too. the exception of uh, the Alien versus Predator series. And I didn't care for the newest one that just came out, which I think is the Predator. Yeah, I haven't it's watched bad. any of those. It's bad, but I really like Predator One with Arnold. Yep. I like the one with Danny Glover. Me too. I liked it it's, too. It's it's yeah. not a great movie, but I liked it. And then I like the one with Adrian Brody. It's not bad. I didn't see it. It's not. It's bad. really not bad. Predators. Um, I rewatched that like a year or two ago, and I was like, shit, this is this is solid like there's one big part that i don't like about it and adam if you haven't seen it i won't spoil it but uh other than that one thing i'm fine with it yeah baby driver was fun fun baby driver was fun very stylistic that was so well edited with the musical cues and stuff yeah i liked god in 60 seconds back when it came out i looking back and fully admit it's a piece (laughs) of shit movie it does not hold up out of all of those like 90s action movies i think the rock is probably the best one Mm -hmm. i agree um 
I have no desire to go watch face off no. now. <laughs> no, it's I watched it uh, a couple of years ago on an airplane. I was riding there was one of the movies on the that you could watch in the airplane. I was like, oh I haven't seen this in years. It was bad. I quit it halfway through. Oh my through. gosh. Like, yeah. This is horrible. Braveheart obviously easily could have been on here. If it yeah. wasn't did if, face off if I didn't have Gladiator on here, I would have had Braveheart on here. Did Face Off ever explain how two men of completely different stature <laughs> and they fuck each other's could wives just swap faces and, they don't even and that part was okay. Yeah. That's yeah. Like that's, they didn't change body types like at all. Yeah. And when you look at the build of a, of a somewhat chubby John, John Travolta, Travolta. <laughs> like off the heels of look who's talking now. Yeah. <laughs> and then like Nicholas cage, Pete, Pete, they never Pete really crazy. dealt with that part. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible movie. Yeah. So, Dan, your first worst. <laughs> I, had, I had fun. I've got some honorable mentions on the worst ones, too. I have some controversial um, ones on this, too, and some honorable mentions. Okay. Uh, my my number one worst is going to be Avatar. <laughs> I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that, that too. Fern movie Gully. is... It's, it's the Pocahontas coolest, in space. Yeah, it's the coolest looking, stupidest fucking movie I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. Unobtainium? Yeah. Are you goddamn kidding me? Like, <laughs> we have this rare metal. It's so unobtainable. Yeah. <laughs> that it's called Unobtainium. Jesus fucking Christ. I, I, uh, the, the fact that people went through like PTSD because they weren't living on Pandora. Or whatever, or we're suffering from clinical depression after that. It yeah. was so ridiculous. Um, even in yeah, even in the future, many, many, many hundreds of years from now, the merchant marines still yell out "Get some" when they fire out, <laughs> yeah. you know, AK forty sevens and shit. Fuck you. Fuck off, James Cameron. Yeah, I really. And the sad part is, I'm gonna see the sequel. Yeah, <laughs> you have to. That's yeah, the really shitty part about it is because, like, I kind of like they're gonna go underwater. And I'm like, ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it'll be visually appealing, and then stop there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but I now I know what to expect because because right. James Cameron was he had such a strong career in the first half of his career. He did the first two Terminator movies. He did the abyss, which was really cool. Great I movie. Remember. He did aliens, which is the second one. And the best of all the aliens. How do we movies. Somebody mentioned that, right? I mentioned it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mark had it on his, his thing. Animal. And so he, you know, here he does, he does all this Titanic. Mm, I get why he did it. Uh, but didn't like I didn't, I didn't, I, I'll tell you a quick funny story. When we were, uh, my sister loved Titanic so much that she went and saw it for her third time. And that was my first time we saw it together. Mm-hmm. And while we were in line getting tickets, uh, one showing came out and like all the teenage girls are like crying and stuff. And like the girl in front of us in line saw a girl that she knew coming out of the theater. And she's like, Hey, and the girl cries like, Oh my God, we just went and saw Titanic. And the girl in line is like, how was it? And she's like, Oh my God, it was so sad when the boat sank. Yeah. And the girl goes, don't ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> that's hysterical <laughs> but yeah uh james cameron is he is a genius but um avatar was a total misstep in my opinion as well uh yeah. did yeah. not care for he just it just got terminator got 2 corny. crushed it aliens crushed it uh abyss crushed it like you said he's made a lot of bangers but man not on board with Avatar. 
And he's he's firmly said from like at this point in his career, he only wants to make Avatar movies. Yeah, he but he is a kook. Like he is known for saying stuff. Yeah. that is like, is he serious about this or is he just I don't trying know. to build up? I mean, he's invested I think they're filming so much like three of them movie, right now, like series. all together. Yeah, um, but my god. Just no. Yeah. Avatar sucks. <laughs> and I didn't see it in 3D. I saw it in 2D. So I don't know if I was missing anything there, but it, I mean, it was the 3D part of it was cool, but it wasn't like, oh, this is the best thing ever. I got a headache. And it was That was the reason why I didn't. I was hesitant to watch Guardians of the Galaxy, too, because I was like, I've already seen a blue Zoe Saldana. Like, what's a green one going to do for me? That's any different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody liked my green face joke about Zoe Saldana. <laughs> 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 I thought this was a popular movie. Yeah. <laughs> Your first worst, Adam. Batman and Robin. <laughs> oh, that's a good call. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a good call. My wife got pissed at me last week because I was making all these Mr. Freeze puns. <laughs> Do you tell her she needs to chill? Everybody chill out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool party. <laughs> worst comic book movie probably of all time. I've never finished it. it I've never successfully been able to finish that movie. I haven't finished it either. piece of shit. From start to finish, bat nipples. Do I need to go far further? <laughs> no. <laughs> the awful. Were the bat nipples in Batman Forever too? No, I think it was the only the Val one. Val Kilmer it, one, or was it just just Batman and Robin? Clooney. I thought it was in both. Uh, no, I think it was just in Clooney. And apparently, like the all the people who signed up for the movie, like it was so smashed together at the last minute, and like George Clooney apparently like. Did not give a fuck at all. He is he has apologized like yeah, the many times Batman over the years debit for that card movie since then. Hacky hack like it was like, <laughs> it's the definition of a hack movie. Like every yeah, hack he's like never leave the make. Batcave without it. Yeah, it, it was unbelievable, and I've only watched it a handful of times, and it sticks in my mind as one of my most hated movies of all time. And it's yeah, it's it's bad. abysmal. Anyone yeah, who says so- that they like that movie. I question their taste completely. I don't know anybody that has said that yeah. ever. Neither have I. Even if you're so, a kid, and I was young when that came out and it was still terrible. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I was young too and it was awful. Well, and I hold the other two, the Tim Burton ones in such high regard for their style and the way that they kind of presented the character and stuff. We've talked about that. I know you disagree, Adam. That's okay. Yep. But I love those two movies, Batman and Batman Returns, that I felt like they just went from like the cool, gothy, moody Batman into campy, trying to get into like that Adam West 1960s style. Right. And I didn't want that. I didn't want the mash of the two. Like, if you're going to do that, just do 1960s. But don't try to keep the same type of Batmobile design. Don't try to keep the same Batcave design. Get a new butler to play Af- Alfred. <laughs> you know, kind of redo the whole thing. But don't make it like that's the natural continuation of that story. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was so bad. Yeah, that's a terrible flick. (laughs) (laughs) My worst, the first of the controversial picks of me, or of mine, uh, worst action adventure movie ever made, in my opinion, is Goonies. Fuck, man, I love the Goonies. I I fully, I think we've talked about this. That movie is ages worse than any movie I can think of. It, I, I went love back and that movie. It not long I watched ago. it when I was younger. Loved it. I didn't like it. What? 
Really? As a kid, I was just, it was a thing to pass the time. I wasn't like, ooh, I was just like, oh, okay. I was like, just kind of just something meh. so wonderful about kids swearing that much. <laughs> I, I, get, and then, I just get a kick out of it every time. I watched I it like six years ago and I was in pain. I was like, this movie has aged terribly and it's gotten worse. Like, it's just <laughs> terrible. I couldn't see it. It's very bad. Damn, when was the last so time you watched bad. it? It's been some time. You need to go back remember, and watch like, it. There are two movies that are like in that same kind of genre where kids have to lead the way that uh-huh. I love both of them for despite all their flaws. And it's the Goonies and the Monster Squad. <laughs> I've not seen the Monster Squad. Have you ever squad. seen the Monster uh-huh. Squad? No. It is it is if is, it isn't a good selling point for you guys because it's a Goonies ripoff. <laughs> <laughs> but the same thing, like little gang of misfit kids, they're all nerdy and outcasted and stuff. Uh, but they have to fight all of the classic monsters from the universal movies like dracula the wolfman the mummy the creature from the black lagoon and stuff it's terrific it's got like a rap song through the closing credits and everything that's written about the movie it goes like monster squad it's fucking yeah it's it's what are they muse ah nice that's a good call but no it wasn't muse so then my second worst is going to be Blade 2. Ah. Torian Tomlin would fucking murder Not, you if he I know Blade he would. Trinity. <laughs> huh? Not Blade Trinity. I actually like that Blade Trinity slightly more than Blade 2. Really? Slightly. Okay. I of all those three movies, I'm not a huge fan of the Blade series. I'm not either. Blade 2 is my favorite of the three. Oh, no. It's, I just... Except for one part, and that's the part where it's the all CG fight yes! scene. The yes. worst CG. Against the spotlights. The yeah, worst and it's, CG it's, ever. Cut it's, that one part out. I think it's an enjoyable flick. Uh, I like what they did with it. I still see the story watched, about that. I just watched all three of them like a year or so ago. And I was just like slogging through the second one. I was like, I'm going to go like cook dinner or something. I, yeah. just, I couldn't, I couldn't take it. It was, it, it's, it's just not, not executed. Well, I'm not the biggest fan of Wesley Snipes movies. Uh, the first blade movie out of all of them was the most enjoyable one to me. I was like, okay, this is a decent movie, but uh, blade two was just bad. The- when that first blade movie came out, everybody, all my friends loved it. I'd always thought it was Okay. Same. Yeah. And so then Blade 2 came out. I thought it was an improvement. It's still not. I mean, I haven't watched it in a long time. It's not one of my go-tos. No. So yeah, that's that's my uh, first and second. <laughs> I always, I, I definitely always had the big problem with the CGI. Uh, yes. Um, but is it CGI or just CG? Whatever. Same thing. But yeah, CGI is computer-generated imagery. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, yeah. But I don't remember having too many other complaints about it other than that. But then again, I wasn't expecting much because, like you said, the first one was kind of like, it was okay. So I watched the the second one, not expecting a whole lot. And that CGI just completely took me out of it. And um, But that was my only memorable complaint about it. All of those and uh, Trinity was a piece of shit. Blade Trinity was a piece of garbage. I think Guillermo del Toro just for the, for overall makes a lot of kind of campy flicks he does. and, and blade two is super campy. Yeah. It really is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It varies. It's just, I didn't like, I didn't like the campiness of it. I didn't like the cheesiness of it. I didn't like the, the plot line, the story. I was just, blech, not, not my thing. <laughs> <laughs> just yuck. Yeah. Your second Adam. I, I, there are worse movies on my list than this one, but I hate this movie so much because of the fact that so many people 
like it, and it's clearly a shitty movie, in my opinion. Boondock Saints. Okay. Fuck that movie. And so yeah, I don't get the appeal into it. I don't get why so many people like it. I thought it was all right, but yeah. I when it came out, I really loved it. And I used to own it on VHS and then, you know, I threw it uh-huh. threw it on my VHS. I watched it probably three or four years ago because I was like, oh, I haven't seen this in probably 15 years. And I watched it and I was like, I don't understand why I enjoyed this so much. It was a, it was, we liked it in college. Right. It was a, yeah, it was a, you loved it in college movie and then you yeah. get older and you're like, this isn't that good. It's like watching Donnie Darko. Right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm surprised you don't like Donnie Darko. Super confusing. I, I, I Loved it in college, uh, but now I don't think it holds up. Yeah. yeah. I watched that one like two years ago. I was like, this is not a great flick, guys. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's the same kind of thing, like Boondock Saints. When it came out, all right, cool, I'm on board. It's got just enough like crude humor uh-huh. in it and, and, and shoot 'em up stuff that I was like, all right, I like it, but yeah, it's bad. Ooh. Yeah, and yeah. it's like that movie inspired more hand tattoos than ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... Oh, I just did not like it. And uh, Ron Jeremy was randomly in it. Um, yeah. The, that that uh, Irish or Irish, no, Scottish comedian is like their dad or something like that. Yeah. Was, oh, Billy Connolly. Yeah, Billy Connolly, who I normally like. But I was like, what the fuck is this? And it was just a shit. Yeah, Willem Dafoe is, is creepy. And full Willem Dafoe yeah. in that yeah. one, though. You never go just- full Willem Dafoe. <laughs> I have a feeling like he finished his scenes and he's like, all right, so ready to roll whenever you guys are yeah. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> That's just who he is. Yeah. But yeah, don't like it. No. So Dan, your second and then uh, third. my, my second and then third is for my second is crank Two high voltage. <laughs> I've not seen that. My God. I never saw the first one. Um, <laughs> so <there's- laughs> what? I, Why would you skip here's, to the second in the series? I, <laughs> Cause it, because all right, there's a little, there's a little backstory here. Um, Love one Born of my favorite musicians, never saw Born or Born Identity. <laughs> yeah. So, so one of my favorite musicians did the soundtrack for that one, did the score. It's um, Mike Patton. And, and I found out he, he'd just done a film score. He's a great rock singer. I love the bands that he's in. Um, so I go by the score. I'm like, wow, he, he did a pretty decent job with the music. It's a lot of different themes. It's very weird stuff. And I was like, you know what? I'll check out the flick. I never saw the first one, but I'm sure I can put together the pieces of it. And it's in, it's in that kind of style of movie. That's this hyper everything, uh, kind of action flick that became popular around that time. That's similar to, um, I'm trying to think there's, there's that, that movie that's all one POV shot called hardcore Henry yeah, yeah, that I yeah. never watched, but, uh, the, the mint, the you point never of saw these, I, think is, Henry? I never no. did, but okay. I think the purpose of, of these kind of movies is everything is over the top. So the shaky cam stuff is over the top. Nothing is realistic. Nothing is, is meant to be. And it's, it's just hyper violent, hyper stylized, hyper action, et cetera. Um, but this was just so bad. You know, the concept uh, of the movie, right? Why it's called crank? Yeah, he, his t- his ticker, and he then this one, and he had to like shock himself and get cranked up for the battery ticker. But I imagine they were they were on crank when they were writing. Yeah, yeah most likely. Um, <laughs> yeah, is that what you were gonna say? No, 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 no. no nothing <laughs> what, that clever. What were you gonna say? What was that? So what's your? What were you gonna say? Well, that, yeah, that, that was like it has to be adrenaline rush or else he'll die that's like the whole yeah. premise of it so it made i mean it was i never saw two crank two i only saw crank one i was like i'm out 
<laughs> so, <laughs> I can tell you this without having seen the first one, the second one's worse. <laughs> <laughs> I would imagine. Usually, I, I will are not bet as good. money on it. Yeah, it's so bad. Um, like, like it'd be like watching. Uh, the Donnie Darko sequel only. <laughs> Samantha Darko. <laughs> What's your second, Dan? Or third? Oh, uh, 300. 300? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you already went on that. That was my third. Uh, Crank 2 was my second one. 300 was, and it was third. Ju- I, again, it just Just the slow motion? Yeah, it was the slow motion and the story didn't grip me. The story, uh, I, I, I fucking hate Gerard Butler, man. Um, <laughs> Whoa. I mean, he's not great, just, but... I just, I just think that dude sucks and he bugs me. I don't want to see Geostorm. Um, I don't want to see any. You never saw Olympus ever. Has Fallen? No. Yeah, you don't saw need those to. those movies. <laughs> They're not great. Um, I think I watched like half of the Phantom of the Opera movie that he was in. I was like, oh, I'm good without that. <laughs> Hating on my man Gerard. Guy sucks. Guy sucks. Gerard Butler. You're yeah. third, Adam. Um, Street Fighter. <laughs> That's a bad movie. <laughs> that movie is a steaming pile. Uh, yeah. And I, Jean-Claude Van Damme like changed a lot of the stuff. Like, it's just like, why would you get him? Why is a guy from Brussels playing an American? I mean, that, yeah. that, that being said, that could be a complaint about a lot of these movies. Like Gerard Bartlett, why is a Scottish guy playing a... A Greek, Greek <laughs> person. Yeah. But uh, so that's could be a complaint about a lot of these, but that movie was just such a bad movie. And I, I get there wasn't any source material really to draw from, but like, do you have to make it that bad? Well, here's the, here's the thing. Jean-Claude Van Damme is in a bunch of other movies where it's tournament based. Yeah action mm-hmm. and karate, which is the exact thing that street fighter is. Right. <laughs> but it wasn't the movie. <laughs> but the, they didn't do that. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like this is what you're supposed to do. You're Jean-Claude Van Damme. Give us blood sport, but with these characters that we love. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Turn me off on the whole game. Yeah, it was, it was bad. So then it comes to my third and since I am the host of this podcast, I'm going to pick a whole, <laughs> I'm going to pick an entire franchise of movies. And I know you're going to agree with me on probably 60% of this. And I know you're not going to agree with me on the rest of it. I despise the entire Terminator franchise. Holy shit. What? I, it's, it's, it's six or seven. How many ever movies it is? I think six, six movies of copy and paste. Terminator I haven't seen anything two. past three the terminator. terminator 2 to me did not age too well i will to give terminator 2 the credit of being the best out of the franchise and it has some good action scenes the ending for terminator 2 just drags on and on and on and on for me i just i'm just like just kill the thing already it, it it's like 20 minutes too long and the little kid's a little bitch half the time i can't he's stand super that. annoying yeah I what I little just, kid isn't that the right there is so grating to me, especially bad at acting. He's he's especially bad at, and it just grates on me watching. I'm just like, oh, can we get rid of this kid? Like I applauded at the end of American History X when he got shot. (laughs) (laughs) That being said, the franchise just took a shit after shit after shit after after shit from there on out. After like they were like, oh, we're gonna get, let's get a new one, let's get Amelia Clark, and oh, we can't get Chris Hemsworth, so we'll get Jai Courtney, like. We're just going to get some yeah. hot Australian guy. You know, it was just then, then the new one with that has Lin, Linda Hamilton in it again. Never saw it. 
it was like a free watch bad. on Amazon Prime, and I was doing like some other crafts and stuff. So like, I'll have this on in the background. I like 20, 30 minutes into it. I was like, this is the worst one of them all. And I didn't I've think heard it it's could really Mark, get worse. Yeah. We get it. You don't like strong female leads. We get and it. And so, uh, yeah, I, it's <laughs> just, it's, it's a horrible franchise. What really bugs Come me on. about it is one that they're all just the horrible. same. Huh? One and two are not horrible. One is bad. This I is can't a stand hot one. take. This I can't take the whole drive. I can't stand the first one. I think it's one of Arnold's worst movies to me. It was early in his career too, so it was like, yeah, he barely it was, talks. Uh, it's still he couldn't speak exactly English that good. Like, <laughs> I didn't enjoy it. I didn't enjoy have dubbed the him like they did in Hercules the in New York. The, the couple there, I was just, I didn't like it. They, it just the the stories for the the films are all very very similar, especially the way the Terminator comes back. Like it all just seems to me like they like we'll just take the same script, we'll change some of the characters and change the setting. Same thing. That was my problem with any of the sequels after number two was that number two was the client. That was the close of the story. They right. were done. They had prevented it. They right. had changed everything. They destroyed all the evidence. So the minute they came out with number three, I kind of washed my hands of the franchise after that. It was money grab. And I've, I've never, I'd watched about half of three and it was, it was really just bad. Yeah. So I didn't, I haven't seen any of the other ones since then. Don't their salvation did um, not was salvation was not their salvation. No, it wasn't. That's what kept me. That's what kept me enjoying one and two. I think, I think if I had watched the rest of them, um, I probably would have shot on it too. So I can, I can see where you're coming I, from. Yeah. Like I, I think I even mentioned it earlier when we were talking about Terminator two, I was like the rest of the franchise is garbage, like complete yeah, crap. It's yeah. Yeah. But, I, but I I'm with like, Adam on Terminator two. That's a, that's a fantastic action flick. Um, great mix of practical effects, early CGI, like that ground that broke so many yeah. doors down yeah. for, for CG and stuff. Yeah. Just not the little kid. <laughs> Yeah. Not little Eddie Furlong. <laughs> no, uh, the freaking so knife then, through the the milk carton. I mean, come on, that was badass. <laughs> yeah, that's that's badass. Yeah. So then, uh, my fourth, uh, it comes from a franchise that I actually love, except for this one movie, and I think it's it's really bad. It's Mad Max Three. Be uh, Thunderdome. Yep, Thunderdome. That Master Blaster runs Bar Town, yeah. bro. Break the deal, spin the wheel. <laughs> I mean, it's a bad movie. It's a bad. And I love all. I like all the other three Mad Max movies. I love them. I've seen them all many, many times. But Thunderdome is just bad. The The first Mad Max is not great. Oh, even after you've seen the video for California Love with Tupac. Yeah, (laughs) I actually (laughs) that didn't make it better for you. That didn't redeem the first Mad Max movie. The the Road Warrior. I really enjoy that. Road Warrior was the second one. Yeah, Road Warrior is the second one. That's my favorite one. That's the best one. Yeah, other than best one, Fury Road. Now Fury Road. Fury Road is great, but Mad Max Three. It's it's just a it's just not. It's Dan. What's the what's the uh, (laughs) common denominator here? Strong smirk that I have lead. is <laughs> I, no. I think I think Mad Max Fury Road is is fucking horrible movie. Whoa! Uh, yeah, I was not a fan. Yeah, with zero plot. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I feel with like that every time they yelled out "mediocre," they were just reviewing the movie. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm actually even though I had it in my honorable mentions. To be honest, if I'm if being completely honest, I only had there on reputation. Like I uh-huh. saw it too, and you're right. Like there's not a whole lot of plot. It's just pure action and badass is, action. And, but and it's well done. It's incredibly well well made. Um, I just I didn't care about any of it. Yeah, I will side with you. And why would you care about the the Tom Hardy character or Ma- the Max character when they there's no character development at all? 
Yeah, right. yeah. So like, at the very beginning, it. they're like, "Oh, by the way, he's crazy." Yeah, <laughs> and he hallucinates, and he can't and he talk does that, most he, of the movie because he, he has these or... hallucinations, but he does that one time, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Adam, you're fourth. Um, or, yeah, fourth. Let's see here. Just gonna go back to back with this. I've had some people say that they liked this movie for some weird reason. Mortal Kombat, piece it's of terrible. shit. It's terrible. The, Have you uh, seen the, the second, previews for the new one? Uh, I've seen an A preview. Like I, I haven't even listened to the audio. I saw it on Facebook, but it's not going to be good. The one that's coming out uh, in March looks like I might enjoy it because I like that they're going to stick the R rating and it's going to be they? bloody. Yeah, the, there's a red band trailer for it that shows and like it's it's. I mean, look, any I think any movie that you base off a video game is going to be bad. Yeah, it's just it doesn't set itself up for that translation and from video game into film. But with that in mind, I'm not expecting much from the new mortal Kombat that's coming out, but I'm really kind of looking forward to watching it on HBO and not paying money for it outside of my <laughs> it's on HBO normal Max. subscription. Yeah. So, which I have HBO max. So I'm, I'm good. I've already paid for the month. I'll just consider this a freebie and I have a feeling with that. I'll be able to enjoy it. But if I saw it in the theater, I'd probably walk out going, eh, the, fa- yeah. the reason I think it's but yeah, the mortal Kombat movie is that the fact that they're already pumping it up so big that's like a, a telltale sign that the movie sucks is like if they put all this money into advertising early on and it's not like some yeah. just like huge uh like, like certain comp certain production companies can do that and they're going to like a disney movie they're going to promote it forever even if even it still can be good but if a movie that, like from a production house is not like gigantic does this it's always a bad sign Especially with action watch, movies. Watch that. Watch the Red Band trailer and let me know what you think. I'll be I'll curious to hear that. I'm going to watch it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But, uh, but you're right about the old one with Christopher Lambert. God, it was such a piece <laughs> of shit. As, as Raiden. Yeah. Like the worst casting choice ever, you know? And that Mortal Kombat 1 came out in 1993, okay? Yeah. I was 11 years old. At 11, I still knew that that was probably been better off casted by an Asian person yeah. and, not, <laughs> <laughs> and not Christopher Lambert. Yeah. Uh, that's, a, that's another, you know, that's another thing is like, this movie just sucked through and through. I never saw the second one. I feel that that's even worse. Never, yeah, saw, I never, never saw it. Um, but actually I was talking to somebody about this the other day is Raiden Asian. Cause he's not, he's from like some different dimension. He's not yeah, Japanese. He's not Chinese. He's not uh, Korean. He's wearing some pretty classical Vietnamese garb. Je- yeah, Asian, Vietnamese, uh, even Japan. I think Japan- Japanese influenced attire. Uh-huh. That based on that, it just kind of makes sense that. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you're stereotyping there, Dan. But uh... Uh, maybe a little bit, but in, in probably a better way than casting Christopher Lambert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That, movie was, that guy sucks. He's such a bad he actor. Is so bad. He's terrible. He is so bad. I don't know how he made as many movies as he did. <laughs> so Dad, what's your fourth and then fifth? Disney's Tarzan. Because <laughs> Phil Collins did the soundtrack. Oh, now. come on. <laughs> I had that written down. I thought we couldn't go one without a, a shout out to old Phil. No. Um, I'm going to put same thing. So this came out. Everybody who saw this movie as a kid loves this movie. I think it's an awful piece of shit. Roadhouse. Oh, Roadhouse yeah. Roadhouse is fucking Terrible. horrible. And I get that it's supposed to be campy and stuff, but I watched it for the first time at age 35 and I was like, fuck this. I, I, Everything in the I 80s was, is trash except for Terminator. 
man, it was super boring. I didn't like it um, at all. And then my fifth one is Armageddon, the worst action movie ever of all time, ever of the 90s, any other decade. Um, I hate Aerosmith, so that song fucking sucks. It turned me off of Michael Bay movies. I, you know, when Transformers came out, I thought he was going to do an okay job with that. Even Transformers One, I thought sucked. Um, for the most part, I think if Michael Bay is going to make a movie, I'm fucking out. I don't even like Bad Boys and Bad Boys Two because of him. Yeah, Michael Bay is trash. But yeah, Armageddon's dog shit flick. Yeah, it's bad. Adam, you're fifth. So there's a couple I can go with this. Um, yeah, I might just be like, whenever I was making this list, it was for whatever reason popped up into my mind. Um, and it just sucked out loud. Um, was also based on a video game, Hitman. Bad. That's a bad. The Timothy Olyphante, yeah. uh, awful, awful movie. And um, you can say Hitman slash Hitman's Bodyguard. There's two. Were you watching it two, like you're like more like shit, man? Exactly. <laughs> and I liked the the Hitman game, the first one. I don't know how yeah. I liked that game. That game is so freaking boring now it's like yeah. it's like every like every uh scene is like one of those like boring ones where you have to like follow somebody around and you have to slowly plot along can't stand it but the movie sucked uh and hitman bodyguard also sucked so i was gonna get a two for one in there yeah okay so then my last pick uh once again, I'm going to stretch it a little bit. I'm going to put down everything That's Uva Boll said. has ever directed. Who? Who? Uva, Uva Boll. He's a German action film director. He made Alone in the Dark, the series of movies. He made the Far Cry movie. He made... Uh, what was the other Never one? Never heard of them. Um, Never heard of any of these. They're terrible. He makes a lot of movies based on video games, mm-hmm. and they're just horrendously horrendously bad did you ever play that vampire game blood rain no but i know what you're no. talking okay. about so he, he made three movies on that and like i got halfway through the first one and i was like this is bad i've watched the far cry movie and then the blood rain movie and i i the first one of his i saw was alone in the dark me and my brother had played the game alone in the dark and we were and this was back in 2004 so back then it wasn't common knowledge that video game movies are shit. <laughs> yeah. So we were like, oh, cool. Alone in the dark. And it had like a decent cast, not like super great, but it was like, it had a uh, Christian Slater was in it. Whoa. And so I was like, okay, so it's not like the worst cast ever. So we went and my brother and I were just like, when's this going to end? This is so boring. It, it, it just, it didn't take anything from the game. They just made a movie that was sort of horror slash scary and just called it alone in the dark. It was so bad. And then he, his movies have just become gotten progressively worse and worse and worse so much. So he's now known as filmmaker slash restaurant and that's how he finances his <laughs> shit. <laughs> can I can I rewind back to something that you said a minute ago that the selling point for you was Christian Slater? Yeah. No, I the, I was I was just thought okay, it's not he. It wasn't like a Casper Van Dean. Yeah, it's you a known. I mean? It is okay. a known entity okay. that's like uh, I don't yeah. know if he's ever like, have you seen cuffs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen Broken Arrow, bro? Um, yeah. That's what I meant. It wasn't like a like a Christopher Lambert stuff. Yeah, exactly. Okay, okay. I think I, I come to think of it, I really think like there's maybe only one or two things with Christian Slater in it that I actually enjoy. <laughs> Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Eh, 
It's okay. It's okay. It's, What's a better Robin you know that, Hood movie? Yeah, but Men that still doesn't make it a good movie. I enjoyed Men it. Tights is better. You know that uh, Alan Rickman in Robin Hood, Prince and Thieves rewrote all of his own dialogue and that's why his scenes are so much better. Who did? (laughs) Alan Rickman. Nice. The sheriff. Like, uh, you know, you know, he's kind of like the standout of that whole movie, right? Like the rest of it's kind of cheesy. He, he was like, I'll do the movies. Like if you let me rewrite my parts. And (laughs) so that's why you get like all of his scenes are just fucking badass. Yeah. Versus everything else that's in there. Yeah. He was a treasure. R.I.P. Yep. Yeah, Christian Slater's not bad in that, I guess. He's okay. Friar Tuck was fun. Mm-hmm. Little John was fun. He's a fat, big, drunk dude. Yeah. yeah. But Men in Tights, man. Come Men on. Men in Tights is hilarious. That's solid. Yeah. That's solid. That's Mel, Mel Brooks. Bro- yeah. That's, that's, that's like the last really good Mel Brooks movie. I think he only did one after that, and it was the Dracula parody that was really, really unwatchable. He did the producers as well, again, with Matthew. He produced it, or did he? He didn't direct it. Oh, he it, didn't? Did he? Oh, maybe not. I don't think so. I think somebody else did it off of the Broadway show. Never mind then. Well, th- I'm, I'm guessing. Did you guys have any honorable mentions for bad movies? I talked about a lot of mine already. We we talked about. I had Face Off, Transformers Two, mm-hmm. um, the real shitty one after that. Superman Four, The Quest for Hell Peace, yep. terrible. Have, that, have terrible that on my. Uh, mentions. I had The Matrix Reloaded mm-hmm. as an honorable mention. I had Mad Max Fury Road as an honorable mention. The Matrix Reloaded is your least favorite Matrix. The second one, yeah. Oh, the wow. third one's way worse. I mean, they're uh, both bad. The third one they're is both bad. Almo- is almost unwatchable. So bad. I probably tie them together. I don't know. Maybe it's because I had such high hopes coming off of the first one that the That's second true. one just—it was such a letdown for me. That's true. Uh, I had Point Break on there. Yep. <laughs> I, I hate Point Break. Any movie I remember, such a bad movie. I remember it movie. was hyped up so much, and I watched it, and I was like, "This is horrible. It's this is really so bad." bad. Yeah. Uh, Speed War 2, Child. Speed Two is terrible. <laughs> Battlefield Speed two, Cruise Control. Yeah. Nice. Battlefield Earth. Terrible. Yeah. Ballistic nice. X versus Sever. Uh, one other thing. Uh, Aragon. Bad. Terrible. Like fantasy movie. Never saw it. Didn't I didn't see that? Anything oh. by Steven Seagal should be on this list. Yes, be on I this agree. List. Yeah, yeah. Has anybody ever done a bit about how he only makes movies with three word titles? <laughs> no. <laughs> you ever notice that? Like every movie that he has, it's like something preposition something. Like out for justice, marked for death, above the law. <laughs> That's Air really Force One, under siege two, <laughs> <laughs> under siege sniper. <laughs> fire down below he is trash man how i can yeah. keep going how has he made so many movies i guess he's just cheap i don't even but know. um yeah. wild wild west dumpster That's a fire bad movie. that was on bad. my list charlie's angels yeah. uh yeah robocop Ooh, which one robocop yeah really not I'm, a robocop i'm not fan. a robocop fan okay i tried to uh ultraviolet terrible johnny mnemonic johnny mnemonic yeah Bad. Um, San Andreas. Terrible. Didn't see it. Terrible. You know what? I have a guilty pleasure that it's it should be on the worst because it's a terrible movie and I hate that I enjoyed it as much as I did. Was uh, that fucking Triple X movie with Vin Diesel? Shame. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shame. It's a really shitty movie. But like, I, it came on one day and I was there was absolutely nothing on. And I was bored. I was like, fuck it. And like thirty minutes into, it, I was like, why am I still watching this? And like ninety <laughs> minutes into it, I was like, why am I still watching this? And why am I enjoying this? Like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Catwoman. <laughs> Catwoman was terrible. That's a bad, yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen that. No bueno. No. 
Okay, well, did, was that it, guys? That was everything I had? That's it for me. Cool. So, yeah, a- Adam, uh, listen to Dan and I's other podcast called Where It's At. Uh-huh. Yeah, when is this going to come out? It's out right now. It's no, on no. all platforms. No, not y'all's podcast. <laughs> this episode. Oh, normal time, Sunday. Okay, so next Sunday. All right, never mind. So yeah. I was thinking for Dan if he had any shows coming up or for any shows coming up. No, there's not much happening right now. I don't know Finn, Everyone's- Finn Hall in 26, but that's going to be after this comes out. Uh, or it's going to be before this comes out. Um, yeah. So what was the name of you uh, Where It's At. Where uh, it's we at. just each pick an album, listen to each other's, we listen to both of them, and then we break it down, say what we like about it, say what we don't like about it. Uh, we give a rating on it, what we think it is, give a little bit of info on the artist, you know, about who they are and stuff like that. What it's albums a, have y'all done so far? Uh. Dan, what have you done so far? We've done four. I did a, um, I did a new album for the band that I liked called Lonely the Brave. That's like '90s alt rock influenced. And then I did um, for the second record a band called The Witches. That they're like uh, psychedelic, psychedelic kind of dark psychedelic hmm. rock. Um, and they got a new record called Three Mile Ditch. And then my the recent one that we just recorded, I did um, an album that I thought Mark would like. That's kind of like a prog band called Fair to Midland. And then for the next episode that we're going to do, it's, I'm going to do Radiohead uh, King of Limbs because it's the 10th anniversary of that record. Nice. Mm-hmm. And I did... Uh, so- <clears throat> Little Dragon's new album, New Me, Same Us, from One by Raw. And then I went completely insane and did Training for Utopia's Plastic Soul Impalement. And I really am curious, Dan. I want to I want you to give that another listen through when you have a better frame of mind and then come back and tell me <laughs> a what A better you think. frame of mind. Check yeah. yourself, Dan. I listened to it in my car with no power in the freezing cold. That's <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Like yeah. we, we recorded it the other day and like I had to, I had to go through the album and like really dig it into it during the fucking Houston freeze. And it was just, all it did was just made me really angry. <laughs> did y'all do anything interesting during the freeze? The, the, or was it just no. pure boredom? Uh, all, pure all I boredom did was try to, to stay warm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, tried to do miserable. some work. Yep. And so then, yeah, that's it. Well, thank you everybody for listening. Uh, check out. See you all next week. Bye. Bye.